Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had a So Good Sports Media Network. What's going on, Kate Walker and Jay? All is well, all is well. Great to be back. Great to be back. Looking forward to another great one. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be back, man. So many things happening right now in sports, so it's going to be a good show tonight for sure. Absolutely. Before we get started, well, first and foremost, we are back, guys. I know we've been away for two weeks. Uh, I know Jay had a birthday. Happy belated birthday, Happy Jay. Belated, Shout brother. out to him. It was Halloween. There's a lot going on, but we are back, and we are excited to come and talk sports with you guys again. Uh, Jay, how those Penn State guys, how, how did Penn State do? Hey, we're doing all right. We we blew Maryland's doors off this past weekend, 51 to 15. So we, we're doing all right. We're, eight, we're eight and one. We are. Right. He was messing with your hat. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know if you had a point to prove or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, man. This is my favorite hat. But as you can see, my dog likes to chew on my hat sometimes. So it's getting a little beat up, man. So I was just trying it's, to it's, adjust it a little bit. It's all right, Jay. I mean, it's it's this it's called distress. You see my hat, right? Yep. It's yep. Called, it's, so, so it's good. That's how that's the new way. So you good, you good. All right. All right, all right guys. Your dog don't like cats, Jay. You guys hear the news? Uh Carson Wentz has officially signed with the LA Rams. Oh wow. <laughs> that has been announced. That's a shame because he's only what 28 years old 29 years old and already seen as a backup quarterback Mm. you guys have any thoughts on that i know it's random i just heard about it so i figured we had just mentioned something on it real quick um not really i mean other than it's just it's almost amazing how how fast like he fell off a cliff you know what i mean like at one point everybody was talking about this guy maybe a, the next great quarterback would and then he just completely fell off a cliff so yeah i'm surprised to hear his name but you know, you know yeah. who knows maybe i don't expect anything from him but right. hey, you never know yeah maybe, maybe just a marriage Jay. you mentioned how far how fast he fell off the cliff let's not forget the how fast the rams fell off the cliff too just, <laughs> yeah. you know, just a couple yeah. of years removed from the super bowl yep. yeah so, no yeah so, it's, so it's, i guess it's, it's fitting for both of them yep yeah, it's it's uh it's the reason why the NFL is called not for long. So if you don't get your act <laughs> yeah. together, if you ain't one of these all-star superstar players, that's it. So um and I think he's learning that very quick. Hopefully he comes in with a different type of attitude where they're really gonna give him a chance to play. So we'll see what happens. But all right, guys, let's get to where we supposed to be started. Thought I'd throw that in there real fast. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and by the way, it's November first. Me and K Walk was having this conversation, it's actually November seventh. It's Christmas time. Yes, we starting that now. My tree is up. Then decorate Never, never too early for the Christmas holiday or whatever holiday you you celebrate mm-hmm. during this time. Um, but let's get into some sports, guys. <laughs> so last week we were not here, but you know, we gotta talk about it just a little bit. We found out that James Harden was traded from the Sixers to the LA Clippers for a bunch of draft picks, uh, I think two first-round draft picks, two second-round draft picks, a first-round pick swap, and about four or five players, I believe. Um, uh, And then the Clippers received P.J. Tucker, um, a young uh, international guy, and then, uh, of course, the big prize was James Harden. But yesterday, he had his debut with the Clippers against the Knicks. 
They did lose 97-111. First, I just want to know your thoughts on the trade, again, since we didn't talk about it last week. Um, and then also, I don't know if you were able to watch the game yesterday or catch some of the stats. Do you think these four stars, and I mean by four stars, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, do you think they could coexist? So starting with the trade and then asking if they could coexist. Jam, I'm going to come to you first. Um, you know, look, the trade, you guys know, I'm I'm not a huge James Harden guy, but I feel like if any team was going to do it, I, I could see why the Clippers would. So I get it. I think from Philly's side, I don't know if I would have gave up P.J. Tucker. I think especially when the playoffs roll around, this guy gives you some tough, hard-nosed minutes, can guard the other team's best player for stretches. So I think there might come a time where Philly misses P.J. Tucker. Now, when you talk about those four guys, Britt, I just don't know. Like, I, I keep trying to look at history, recent history and past history, and there's not a really great track record of putting a bunch of talented guys together and then, like, abracadabra, this thing works and we win a championship. I just I just don't see it happening. And, look, Kawhi Leonard, as good as we know he can be, I mean, when is the last time this guy's actually been healthy right, and has right. made an impact? Paul George has been injured a lot. Westbrook is what he is. He's not what mm -hmm. he wants, but I mean, you know what you're getting with him. And I'm just not a big fan of Harden's game, particularly when you get to the playoffs when everything counts. So right. it's a talented bunch. Maybe they'll figure it out, but I really don't have high hopes for them. I really don't. Yeah, um, I think for me, it's, it's still interesting. I know last night they didn't too, do too bad sharing the ball. I know Paul George suffered a little bit. He only had about seven points or so um which could be an issue going forward because you want him to score he is a scorer um they announcing that the, the top four college see I, I moved i don't have my tv up in my office just yet so i gotta get that up <laughs> i ain't put it up yet um but uh you know I, i'm still curious to see how they're all four is going to coexist I'm still not 100% sure about this. You know, Jay, you alluded to, alluded to it big time. Uh, healthy. Can they all stay healthy? Yeah. Um, we don't remember the last time Kawhi finished the season. It hasn't been in the last two or three years. I know that for sure. Um, I'm not even sure if it was with the Clippers at all, if I can remember. And because of that, they have either missed the playoffs or haven't gotten too far in the playoffs. And I'm with you, Jay. I'm not too high on James Harden's game as of, Right now, is he willing to adapt from that last press conference with the Sixers? It didn't sound like he wanted to adapt to anything. He's a, he's a system. He's a system. Right, exactly. Um, he, he basically said, I want to run the offense. I want to do what I want to do in the offense. And that's why Houston didn't want to take him back. He had an opportunity to go to Houston. Instead, he had to opt back into that contract with um, the Sixers because Houston didn't want him because of that selfish type of mindset. So, it's going to be interesting. Could they figure out? Absolutely. I guess you could always figure it out. But I do think health will be the biggest factor in trying to figure out who gets what, <laughs> when the ball. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how it's going to work, but I guess they'll have to figure it out. And as far as the trade, I mean, it is what it is. I like the trade as a Sixers fan, of course. Um, I'm not too concerned about the P.J. Tucker loss, to be honest with you, Jay. I think we got Marcus Morris Sr., and return who who's tough as well now will he get the minutes i'm not so sure i already like how this offense is flowing with nick nurse 
and without James Harden. It's much faster. The ball is moving. The players are moving around. Like, like it's like basketball is being played how it should be played around Joe and B, and that's what we needed. Um, but P.J. Tucker will work wonders with, with the Clippers. But K-Walk, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, you guys uh, touched on everything. Now, that's, when he said that, as far as him being the system, he said that after the trade took place, right? Yes, yeah. that was yeah, after I, I wonder. Trade. Yeah, I wonder if the Clippers would have taken him if he said that before <laughs> the trade. Because he said before the right. trade took place. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I mentioned that. You, I mean, I'm going to echo everything you guys said. But a little, uh, a little bit more that to add to it is that, you know, I don't see how these guys fit. I mean, I, I you know, I don't know who's coming off the bench. Did James Harden start last night? He started night? all four of them last They'll night. start yeah. all yeah. four of them last yeah. night. I got to go back and I got to see how that looked, um, you know, from my perspective, because there was so much else going on. And I, I, I didn't even think about tuning into that game. I should have put that on my list. But nonetheless, yeah, I wanted to see how they looked, um, because to mm-hmm. me, to me, James Harden is just a a, a human shot clock violation, you know, and in my <laughs> opinion, you know, he just holds that ball just entirely too long. <laughs> he doesn't allow any system, whether it be his or anyone else's system and his him being the system. Um, or the team system to, to, to mm-hmm. get involved in that. I just want to want to see what they looked like last night. Um, I'm very surprised that they started all four of them because um, James Harden and, and Russell Westbrook are kind of like the same two, the same type of players. But we've seen it done before, and we've seen some teams make it work, and we've seen um, some teams not make it work. So you're talking about Kyrie Irving and Luka, uh, Luka Donis, you know, ball-dominant type guys. So we'll see how it works going forward. But you said they, uh, they you know, they they lost. Um, the, I think the clip. I mean, I think the Sixers were out there to prove a point that we're better without you, James Harden, and we're moving on. The ball doesn't stick as much as it used to, and we're okay with this trade. As far as the trade goes, I think that the Sixers won this trade because of all of the commodities they got in the draft picks. Um, I think this um, Britt alluded to it when the draft first happened in the, in the thread, which made a great point was that they can use that to, you know, to bring other guys and their other quality guys, maybe a guard. Mm-hmm. I believe you mentioned, you know, whatever the needs may be for the Sixers. So I, I like to trade for the Sixers. I think I, I'm not going to say they won the trade right now because that obviously that has to play out. But I think they got the better of the trade by getting all of those guys and getting hard, getting all of those picks and getting Harding out of there uh, for sure. But it's going to remain to be seen how it works in, in L.A. You know, these are older guys and guys who can't stay healthy at the same time, even when in their when they were in their prime, they couldn't stay healthy. So it's going to remain to be seen, how, you know, how they uh, how they work that uh, for sure. But uh, it's James Harden. And, and, and uh, you know, and that's all we can say is, you know, good luck, bro. That's all I can say. There. <clears throat> he is the system. So let him be the system, system. over in the L.A. System. Uh, Rick, Rick, was there any Rick. kind of fan reaction towards Harden last night? Was yeah, it yeah. booed? Was it well received? Was was there anything out of the ordinary? Well, I didn't really watch that part of the you talking about in LA, right? In the Clippers. Actually, they were in New York. So I'm not oh, exactly oh, sure. oh, they oh. were in New York. Oh, okay. they, I don't okay. think they were in LA. So they were in New York. So we wouldn't oh, really know. Oh, for some reason I thought they played Philly last night. Yeah. That's, that's no, 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 no. No, we we played the Wizards. So we better okay. have one that okay. game. Okay. Uh, um, uh, but no, uh, my, but speaking of reaction, it, it's kind of curious to me. I'm not saying they're not excited, but when he walked in that locker room, I know you guys seen the, 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 the tape, the video, yeah. it just didn't feel like it's something, awkward. Looked yeah, awkward. it was just, awkward. <laughs> yeah. you know, a new big time player coming to the team. You, you know, other players get excited. Welcome to the team that we glad to have you. It was just like, 
hey, what's up, guy? Your, your life <laughs> is over there. It's yeah, just like yeah. it already don't seem like it's starting off on the right foot. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's my perspective of it. I could be completely wrong. We gonna see. I guess we'll see later. Is, yeah, is I think good? if he if he didn't say he was a he's the system or a system, whatever exactly he said, he might have been received a little bit differently, right. in my opinion, and in, uh, in my personal opinion. Yeah, and well, I think guys know that he's not an easy guy to play with. Like, especially no. if you're a guy that goes out and gets twenty five a night. Like, you're thinking, okay, now he's gonna hold the ball for twenty seconds of the shot clock. So mm-hmm. I, I think that could have been part of the the lack of enthusiasm, if you will, Britt, like from those locker room videos. Yeah, because Terrence Mann looking like <laughs> they should have just traded me. Like, you come here, yeah. I'm not going to get any more minutes. Yeah. Probably won't get any minutes. Why didn't you just trade me? It's trying to play hardball. But I'm mm-hmm. glad we got Nick Batum because Nick Batum was killing it yet last night. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's move on, guys, because uh, we got to get to the NFL. It is NFL. We only on week nine, I believe. And yep. We had some big games this week, some exciting games. Uh, I don't think we had a week like this in – a long time. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so we're just going to recap some games. The first game I'm going to get into is the Chiefs. They ended up beating the Dolphins 21 to 14 in Germany. Who the Dolphins? Super, super, super explosive offense was held to zero points in the first half of this game. <laughs> Do you guys think the Dolphins are pretenders or contenders? Because this really had me questioning. Like after this game, I'm I'm just not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, Walk, I'm gonna come to you first on this one. Yeah, definitely pretenders. As me and my co-host E. Scott on Sports Talk with K Walk and E. Scott calls them, we call them insurance fraud. <laughs> you know, that's what we <laughs> that's what we call the uh the dolphins because they can go out there and beat those teams that are under 500 or have a losing record, and they can, you know, we automatically as soon as they beat those particular teams, we're putting them in the Super Bowl, we're putting them to represent, you know, you know, being in the AFC championship against the Chiefs, against the Ravens, or whomever. But as soon as um, as soon as they they lose to a team like, uh, you know, like the Eagles, like the, uh, you know, like the uh, the Chiefs, we we immediately, you know, say they're fraud and, and which you don't really get a, a good sense of it. And then they, they are a fraud. They are pretenders um, mm-hmm. in this case because they can't win the big one. They haven't. Well, I must say they can't. They haven't won the big one. You mentioned they got shut out by a, a Chiefs defense, which I really don't think is all that great. I mean, granted, they have, you know, Chris Jones there. Mm-hmm. But after that, you really don't have any um, um, some big name guys there once you get past Chris Jones. But um, Spagnolia did a great job. The defensive coordinator of the Chiefs did an excellent job of running a, a zone, which confused Tua, which confused Mike Daniels in that offense. Mm-hmm. And that's very hard to do with all of the speed that they have. And not only that, with the, how quick Tua's been getting rid of the getting rid of, getting, excuse me, getting rid of the ball lately. You know, two points in under three seconds, he's getting rid of that ball. Whether it's to Waddle, whether it's to, to Tyreek, a tight end. Um, it's just, and then Moser's been running the ball very well as well. Um, as well and uh, it's been a balanced offense for the most part that's if you play in the broncos if you play in these teams you know that don't have a winning record they look great as soon as one of the big dogs step up they can't stop with them they can't stop with the big Mm -hmm. dogs for whatever reason i can't put my finger on it i really don't know what it is i just don't i I can't put my finger on it but until they go out there and and beat a quality team they're pretenders um in 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 my eyes yeah i it's like you want it's like they have the talent of being a contender, yeah, right? For sure. But the way they perform on the field, 
you started looking at them like, you guys really are pretenders. If the team's inferior to you, you're going to, of course, you do what you're supposed to do, right? Um, sometimes you lose those games. Sometimes you don't. You shouldn't lose those games. Granted, it's the NFL. Things happen. But they've been blowing those teams out. Yeah. But the one time they, they had the opportunity to prove, you know, we're big time, they just dropped the ball each and every time. And I'm really starting to think because I'm starting to feel like they're such they're more of a finesse team um, versus a more physical team. When they come against the physicality, I just don't think they're as strong in that area um, as they got speed, they got agility, but they don't have the the physicality. Yeah. And I think these particular teams, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles, they have out physical. Did I say that right? <laughs> but they have out physical. They will take it. Um, these guys, when it comes down, when it comes down to these games, they have all the talent in the world. I mean, look at Tyreek Hill. He has over a thousand yards. He's leading the league in receiving. Um, you have some of the fastest, uh, uh, running backs. I can't figure it out. Like outside of the physicality of it, I cannot figure it out because they have talent. I do know they have offensive line issues. Absolutely. Their defense is suspect. Um, but I feel like you should probably get one of these games against these top, you know, tier teams. So because of they're just not getting it done to me right now, they're pretenders and I don't see them beating any of the top tier teams, but Jay, your thoughts on this? Yeah. You know, I think I I agree with you guys. I I don't disagree with anything you guys said for sure. But the only, the only thing I'll maybe say in their defense, because you guys are right, they haven't gotten it done when it's counted. I, I do think this year, particularly in the NFL, I think that the playing field is probably more level than we've seen it in a lot of years. And I just think even teams that sometimes maybe we think aren't that good are maybe better than we think. And maybe some of these teams that traditionally have been good have kind of come back to the pack a little bit. So I do think, I know we always say any given Sunday, but I think this Mm -hmm. week, this year, it, it, it matters even more. So I just think anybody can beat you on any given weekend. They're, you're right, K-Walk. They look really good beating up on teams that maybe they're a little step ahead of and haven't been able to close the deal against some of the better teams. But I don't necessarily think that maybe later down the road that they won't be able to turn that around. They are a super talented offense. They're, they're going to be able to score a lot of points. Uh, to the Chiefs' credit, as, as K. Walk pointed out, they played outstanding defense. Patrick Mahomes, after the game, said the Chiefs have the best defense in the league, which I think is a little bit of a reach. But it does show you how confident they are in that defense. Mm-hmm. But I think for now, I probably would put them in the pretenders category. But I do think the difference between a contender and a pretender this year is probably pretty slim. And any given week, those things can change. Yeah, um, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, I have no idea who this person is. I guess they just wanted to say, hey, what's up? So I'll put them up here. I don't know. I don't know how to say your name. Yeah. Well, look, we appreciate all comments. Um, <laughs> as long as it's appropriate, we'll shout it out here on the show. Um, <laughs> comments, questions, we're here to answer them. Um, but speaking of the Chiefs, um, Jay, I'm going to come to you first on this one. Speaking of the Chiefs, um, like you said, they probably won because their defense was a little bit more dominant in this particular game. The offense was okay, yeah. Um, but they did their job. They did what they were supposed to. Patrick Mahomes is always Patrick Mahomes. But are you worried about the Chiefs' offense, although they did win, 
You know, they won the game, but are you worried about the Chiefs? And it's a two-part part question. And was Eric Bieniemy, um losing Eric Bieniemy more impactful than what we thought? Um, I, I think if we say, like, are we worried about their offense? I think maybe, like, if we're comparing it to what they've been the last few mm-hmm. years, yes, they definitely don't look the same as they've been the last few years. But I, I still think if you're just comparing it to the rest of the league – I think they're still one of the best offenses mm-hmm. in 2023. Um, now, Eric Bieniemy, yeah, I, I mean, they probably do miss him. I, I do think he definitely made an impact on that team, but I also think they they lost some talent as well, which I think is probably mm-hmm. the bigger factor and why they just don't seem as explosive. So it's probably a combination of both Brit, Bieniemy, and the talent loss. But I still, I still like them because when you got Mahomes back there playing quarterback, I, I just right. think you always have a shot because he can make so many plays. So I don't know if I'm worried. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say maybe they've come back to the pack a little bit. Okay, well, Travis Kelsey has been struggling a little bit. Now, is that the defense playing that much tougher on Travis Kelsey? And Travis Kelsey is a smart guy. Like he knows mm-hmm. where to sit down in the zone. He knows he, he's a former quarterback, so he understands how to read defense um, when it comes to receiving. Or is it because of they're not being as creative on the offensive side to really try to get him going? So what are your thoughts on this? Or Taylor Swift hasn't been yeah. there in the last T-Swift couple of games. Taylor Swift hasn't been at the game last <laughs> couple of weeks. Throw <laughs> that in there too, bro. His, his heart is hurting. <laughs> um, yeah, all seriousness. Um, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's it's um, a combination of both. I think what they're doing is if you watch the last couple of games, the last few games, is they're doing a lot of uh, combo coverage, you know, against him inside out. They're just not mm-hmm. allowing um, Kelsey and Mahomes to beat them. They're saying, listen, if you're going to go out there, you're going to beat us. You got to beat us with, you know, Gatling's, uh, Gatling and McKinnon and, and, and Tony and, and those guys, those not no, no name guys, but the less named guys, if you will, mm-hmm. we're not going to have you just, you know, go out there and, and have be the Patrick Mahomes and, and the, uh, and, and the auto, whatever you want to call them today. I don't know if you know about that commercial, but my auto, mm-hmm. uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> but, uh, but Kelsey, nonetheless, I think they're, they're saying teams are starting to say, listen, we take away this guy's safety blanket, and, and it's a great safety blanket, mind you. It's not a, just a dink and dunk guy who's just you know laying in and you know in uh, you know in the in the flats or a short shallow guy. He's a guy who can you know be very explosive down the field, take a median an uh, intermediate route and, and turning into a big play. And guys are like comboing him inside and out, and and that's they said, listen. You're going to beat us. You're going to beat us with someone else. So I think it has a lot to do with that. And that's probably the simplest defense that you can play in the NFL. I mean, it doesn't get more complicated than to say, listen, you stay inside, you stay outside. No matter what he does, you just just play your responsibility. So that's what they're doing. That's what they've done. And and then now you see Mahomes now have to spread the ball around a little bit. And that's where we kind of now we're starting to look and see, okay, Tyreek Hill, is he is Mm -hmm. he is he being missed right now by that Chiefs Mm -hmm. offense? Maybe Eric B. Enemy, you mentioned that, you know, that um, as well. I don't I don't think so much Eric B. Enemy because I still believe that. Andy Reid is still that play caller, even when Eric Bieniemy was there, even in the Super Bowl last year and the Super Bowl runs. I still think it's Andy Reid who ultimately makes those crucial uh, calls in mm-hmm. crucial times. So, yeah, I just think them taking away the defense, taking away Kelsey has a lot to do with them, to, as Jay alluded to, um, coming back to the pack, if you will. 
do you guys see now this is a just a question i'm thinking of right now do you guys see as the chiefs being potential back-to-back super bowl winners this year how we we knew for sure last year chiefs eyes are they're going to win the super bowl right i know a lot of us went with the eagles um but we knew the Chiefs or odds are they was going to get to that Super Bowl in the AFC. Do you have that same feeling this year that you had last year? Anybody can go because it's a random question. I don't. Uh, I, I'm not, and not to say that they're not a contender. I, I think right. if you're starting to list contenders, they're definitely on the list. But I think last year it felt like almost a certainty that they would be mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Whereas mm-hmm. this year, I mean, you got a team like the Baltimore Ravens that's playing lights out right now. So I think they're going to have a lot to say about that as well. So they're on the contenders list, but I don't feel confident that they're going to get there. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with Jay for the, for the same reasons. Um, it's I just think that there's a lot of parity in the AFC right now. When you mm-hmm. look up and down that that uh, just the end of the AFC North, all teams are all th- all four teams are at least five and three. The uh, the the Ravens, as Jay alluded to, they're seven and two. They're looking the best, probably playing the best football in. Well, they're definitely playing the best football in the AFC, possibly the best football in, in the entire league right now. And then you have the Jags right now with my 49ers. I'm afraid of that game. Four straight. Oh wow, that's that's scary right now. But yeah, you throw the Jags and you throw the Jags in that mix um, yeah. as well. They're looking good um, as well. So yeah, I, I think it has a lot to do with more so the parity of it and them mm-hmm. just not looking themselves um, right now. So I, I don't think it's a lock by any stretch. I can see any of those teams that I mentioned possibly getting there. Maybe, maybe not the Browns. They have quarterback issues mm-hmm. there, but the Bengals, well, maybe not the Steelers, but the Bengals, the Ravens, the Jags, as I mentioned, they could possibly get in there. And who knows? We talked about the Dolphins. What yeah. Dolphins team shows the Dolphins up are high. They, yeah. they could beat anybody. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't ever get hot against some of the top teams, and that's a problem. <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> they get they get hot against the lesser teams. Yeah. Um, but real quick, before because actually I'm ahead into break a little earlier. I just got a shout out Doug Peterson. I, I really do. I don't. I think I did this a couple weeks weeks ago. But what he has done with this Jaguars team, I mean, they're six and two right now. Yeah, they're six and two, and they're competitive. Um. I just think just a few years ago, prior to him getting to the Jaguars, we was looking at the Jaguars like they're a lost cause. What, what are they? What are they going to do? They're yeah. going to get Doug Peterson, and what's going to happen? And people doubted Doug Peterson, um, and he says, "I am a good coach. I'm a Super Bowl winning coach for a reason." And he is absolutely showing it. So shout out to my man, forever loved in Philadelphia, Dougie P. Yes, forever. Any other week, but this week, I'll shout him out. I got a soft spot. I got a soft spot in my heart for the Jaguars for for personal reasons, but not this week. Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this week. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to head into break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue with the NFL Big Games Week Nine. We have two more games we need to go into, and then I want to talk about this NBA in season tournament thingy majigger that's what i said i said thingy majigger (laughs) (laughs) and i'm still trying to figure this out uh but please guys please uh subscribe like comment to our youtube channel at the sideline speaks we're also on twitter aka x x aka twitter whatever you want to call it now (laughs) at sideline speaks we're also on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, wherever you can listen to your podcast but you are watching the sideline speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Camplyman.com is not. 
CampLyman.com. Yeah. It's an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. But we built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Your inside never had it so good sports radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. All right, guys, let's continue. We got a couple more games because this Sunday, to me, the first game of the uh, day, the, the one of the afternoon games and then the night game, you definitely had some big time games. There were a lot more that we won't be able to get to. Um, like the Ravens and the Seahawks, that was a decent game. It's a little bit of a blowout than I thought, but you know, prior to the game, everybody was looking forward to it. But the next game I want to get into, um, I want to get into this Philadelphia Eagles Dallas Cowboys game. It was probably one of the most talked about games prior and after the game. Um, big time division rivalry for probably many, many years now. Uh, it used to be the Eagles and the Giants and the Cowboys and the Giants, actually, but somehow it turned into the Eagles and the Cowboys probably since I was a little kid. So, <laughs> but that's what we're going to get to. As we know, the Eagles ended up beating the Cowboys 28-23 in a very close one to take a two-and-a-half game lead over the Cowboys in a division. Were you guys more impressed with the Eagles or more disappointed with the Cowboys? Uh, K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first. I think it might have been the other way around. I think I was more more impressed with the Cowboys, especially mm -hmm. Dak Prescott. If I can change the if I can change the question up, if Brid. But um, to answer your question, um, I, I yeah, I I, can't, I I don't think I was impressed or with the Eagles. I think the Eagles did what they were supposed to do. It was a lot closer. Well, actually, no, I said it was gonna be a close game. So I'm not disappointed in in the Cowboys by by any stretch because I thought they played a mm -hmm. lot better than um than than they uh than they would. Um, then uh, and Dak Prescott, I mean, he wasn't the reason for once. He wasn't the reason why the Cowboys lost that game or did not win that game. In my opinion, I thought, you know, sometimes he, you know, he made some, um, some, some plays and they were just, uh, you know, a couple inches short, like that two point conversion, um, you know, that was just short. They called it a two point conversion, but after, after review, it was obviously short. Um, some questionable, uh, you know, some questionable, um, you know, plays as far as his performance and holding that ball, you know, especially that that, that game-winning attempt to win that game um, when he got sacked twice, almost lost the ball. That was questionable. Um, some of clock management as well, which is always coming into play with this team, man, <laughs> yep. with McCarthy, McCarthy and, and these guys. Man, that that I think that ultimately cost them the game. But I definitely wasn't disappointed by either one of the teams, uh, Britt. I mean, I, I was impressed with both teams. I thought it was a well-played game. I thought it would be a well-played game. It came down to the wire, which I, I expected it to, to, to come down to. I just thought 
that um, the Cowboys were going to show up um, this week uh, uh, for sure. Now, you may say it's disappointing to the Eagles, but the Eagles, like we said, e. Britt, on your show, they find a way to win. They just find a way. They can win any type of game right now. They've shown they can blow you out. They can be down by 20, I mean, not 20, but be down by a couple of touchdowns or be down by two possessions, find a way to win. Um, and, you know, it's just something about the Eagles right now that they're just, they're just able to, to, to get it done. But definitely not disappointed with either one of these teams' performance. I guess I was just more impressed with Dak, if anything, as far as an impressive thing goes, impressive sta- uh, stature, is Dak Prescott. So over 300 yards. I don't think he threw an interception. I don't believe he did it. And uh, a few touchdowns as well. And C.D. Lamb, man, that, that that young man can play some ball when you can get that ball in that man's hands. Yeah. And it's and it's and the uh, the tight end as well um, is outstanding. A lot better than I than I thought. And when Dax is able to get these guys the ball, they're a different looking offense for sure. Jay, um, were you surprised how well Dak Prescott played? I don't know if surprised is the word, Britt. I, I mean, because I, I feel like, you know, Dak has kind of gotten a bad rap sometimes. Like, I think people are quick to jump on him when, when he makes a mistake or throws mm-hmm. an interception. Uh, so I don't know if I was surprised because I, I do think he's capable of those types of performances. It was just good to finally see him do it on a big stage because I think mm-hmm. Dak has had good performances in the past, but it was nice to see him do it on a stage where where everybody in the country was was watching the four uh, twenty five game, you know, America's game of the week, all those things. So it was nice to see him play well. Um, I, I think you know, like kind of like K Walk alluded to, to me that game was a definition of like the old football cliche. It's a yes. game of inches, you know, mm-hmm. like. Dak stepping out of bounds on the two-point play, yeah. the catch that comes up just short of the goal line, like all those little things where Philly was just on the right side of those plays and, and Dallas came up a little bit short. So to me, it was it looked like two really good teams competing at a high level. And to K-Walk's point, the Eagles find a way to win. The tough thing about Philly, uh, you know, for everybody else in the NFL, it's first and 10. But for Philly, it's honestly like first and eight, first and nine. Because if they get to fourth and one, fourth and one and a half, it's a wrap. They're getting the Mm -hmm. first down. Like, not stop their QB sneak. So, I mean, they really have that in their favor. And it, it enables them to really extend drives because if they get you in fourth and short, you might as well mm-hmm. forget about it. They're getting the first down. So two really good teams. It's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out. Obviously, we'll get mm-hmm. to see it again in the regular season. But game of inches, Philly made a couple more plays and Dallas made. You got to give them mm-hmm. credit for doing that. And uh, But, you know, I, I thought the Cowboys played well, especially on the road. And yeah. uh, before you right before you start, yeah. Jay, you mentioned it was a nationally televised game, not here in New York, not here in the, in the, in the really city. no. They the game they had the they had the Giants and Raiders game on, and I heard from so many different Cowboy fans, so many different Eagle fans that I know here that live in New York couldn't get the game without you know you know having you know YouTube the Sunday ticket mm-hmm. or you know man, going to a local bar. That's or a crime, man. Yeah, it was it? Was it? <laughs> so I was trying to watch. I was trying to watch it on the big screen because right. I, had, uh, I was going to put that on the big screen, and which I ultimately did. So I have I have the ticket. I was like, wait. This game is not on. I said, oh, wow. I said, I'm glad I'm not a Giants fan yeah. or I mean, a Cowboys fan or an Eagles fan. That was rough, man. I, yeah. That was rough, for sure. Yeah, I'm not surprised about this game either which way. I'm not. This is how the Eagles and the Cowboys play every single year. 
Um, if you look at Dak Prescott's numbers since he's been in the league against the Eagles, he has a winning record. He's like eight and two or three um, against Jalen Hurts. I think it's maybe actually this is really the first time he I think they went head to head without one of them being hurt. Um, so I, I guess it's one and oh now Jalen Hurts. <laughs> but I'm not surprised. So people say Dak Prescott threw for over 300 and something yards. Sam Howe just almost threw for 400 and something yards on this terrible secondary because they're so young i'm gonna knock my own team that's what i'm gonna do we won that's okay but you know i'm philadelphia so that's what we do we happy we won but we're gonna pick out the 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 uh what they need to work on um but no i have to give credit to Des prescott he did play very very well um cd lamb did what he should have done in my opinion you're going up against a undrafted rookie in eli ricks you're going up against a third round safety who was playing in the slot because they have no other slot corner right now and Sidney Brown um he he should have did that he should have got probably more if Dak would have found him a little bit more but towards the end of the game there was pressure but I do also have to give credit to the Eagles because and this is the difference right now the Eagles make the play when they're supposed to be made right the eagles always come up when they when every eagles fan in the world is screaming at the tv including myself <laughs> um brandon graham steps up with two sacks josh sweat steps up with a big sack hassan reddick steps up with a big sack um they make the plays when they're supposed to on the other side as talented as they are because we've always said they are a contender last year this year dallas they're a contender you know every single year but the problem is they have the same issues every single year. Clock management is terrible. Penalties at the wrong time is terrible. Uh, that two-point conversion by Dak Prescott, that was him. I don't think we'll ever see that from Patrick Mahomes. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes step out, reach the ball out, and then pull back the ball. If you look at that slowly, he didn't when he reached the ball out, he didn't even cross the goal line. He was short when he pulled that ball back. So he has to be understand where he's at on the field. The Eagles, to me, basically tried to hand the game to the Cowboys, in my opinion. They got two big penalties, actually three, because it was also, uh, 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 I think, encroachment penalty on a rookie, Jalen Carter. And that put them at what? I think their own 15-yard line or something mm -hmm. like that. So you were first in goal. Then you got two penalties. Um, then you got sacked a couple times. Um, and then when I felt like they probably should have, I think it was second and 21 or something like that, I th or first and 21, I can't exactly remember, but they went up to the line and they try to snap it off fast. And one of your top receivers isn't even on the field. Yeah. Maybe you should have, uh, uh, spiked the ball on that and we'll stop the clock, get the correct personnel on the field and hopefully get you a little bit closer to get that touchdown. Um, but I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy the way the game went. So I'm not complaining either way. But I still think there's certain things that make you like top, top tier versus not so much. They're still a contender, but can they get over that hump that they have been battling for many, many years? This is not the first year we have seen this issue. This has been going on for many, many years. And it's like, when will this, uh, uh, when would this change? I'm not sure. Maybe it is this year. They already had their buy. Maybe it's next year. I'm not exactly sure, but something has to change for them to me uh, to be at that next level that other teams may be there already, regardless of how their defense or offense may be playing.
you got to be able to make the crucial plays in the crucial moments when it matters the most. And they just haven't gotten there yet. Not saying they won't, but they just haven't gotten there yet, in my opinion. But hey, Brett, can I just can I just <laughs> ask a question to the NFL? When are you guys going to stop disrespecting Hassan Reddick and leaving him unblocked or block <laughs> trying to block him with a tight end? I see it week in and week out. I mean, look at how Brock Purdy got hurt last year because you want to yeah. try to block him with not even your best tight end. You try to block him with a backup tight end, and I just constantly say, always think that he's going to fall for that bootleg, and he never does, and he's still yeah. he's so disciplined. <laughs> yeah. So Lee, stop disrespecting that man. The man is good, and he can beat you one on one. But yeah. if you don't block him, he's going to kill you all night yeah. long. But yeah. Just, I just had to throw that in. <laughs> no, that that's a valid point because they did that last night too. I mean, he has seven and a half sacks right now. And the first three games, he couldn't really perform because he had that castle in the sand. So I, I don't know. I hope they don't K walk because he is on my team. Don't put it out there too much. Don't put it out there too much. But no, to. so <laughs> speaking of Dak. And, and I got to give Dak credit. He played a fantastic game. Again, I'm not surprised against the Eagles because I see this every year. He plays this type of game against us every single year. Like, it's another level he reaches when he comes to the Eagles. Um, and we will see him again. And I do think the Cowboys might win it because I had them splitting this year. Um, but Dak played one heck of a game. But like I said, are you still concerned about his decision-making in crunch time? Uh, K-Walk, I'm going to come to you. I think if you're dealing with a uh, a team that had well, I think the, the Eagles have a legitimate defense. I'll be honest with you, but you mentioned some. Well, I mean, maybe on the back end, but you know, you, you really expect those guys to be a lot better or play a lot better, especially mm -hmm. with that, you know, with that front seven. You don't expect them to have time to to get back there, to be back there, and have to cover mm -hmm. for as long as they did. So. You know, sometimes that can cover you that that's that's front the seven can cover up that well, you know, that weakness in the back. But um okay, well, yeah, not, I, to, not I, to interrupt you, but you are right. This game was probably more on the defensive line than it was mm -hmm. in the secondary because they had to cover for a lot longer. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I think if when you see Dak, you want to see him against one of the top notches, one of those top notch defense, like mm -hmm. you know, like the 49ers were in the beginning of the season when they when they played them in the, in the beginning of the season, and and that's how you don't want him to look like the way he did then. Now, if you run into you know an, another solid defense, I don't know who I don't have their schedule in front of me to see who they play, but I don't think they I think they play someone weak this week. Um, uh, to be honest with you, as far as from the NFL standpoint, um, so yeah, I, I just think that you know if he's if you put him in a situation where he has to read defenses and there's a lot of pressure mm -hmm. coming at him, you're not going to see the Dak that we saw you know on, on Sunday. You're not going to see that guy, man. You're not going to see him put up 374 uh, 74 yards. He's going to try to get the ball out quick, try to, you know, make plays that he's not accustomed to making or feel comfortable mm -hmm. with making if he knows that, the, you know, the rush is bearing down on him. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I don't think we're going to see it, Britt. But then when you look at it, unless that, unless that Eagles defense, you know, changes dramatically on the back end, you're not going to see too many defenses in, in the NFL right down. And, and unless Steve Wilkes and the 49ers can right the ship on their end as well, they're not going to see a, a defense, you know, like that um, in the AFC, in the NFC. I'm just thinking of trying to just think of a, a defense that's out there, you know, that. Yeah, I can't. After those two, I really mm -hmm. can't. So, yeah, you know, I, I can see him getting it done because I don't see there's a dominant, really dominant defense playing right now in the NFC. 
So, but are you still worried about Dak's uh, uh, decision making in crunch time? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially yeah, absolutely. Well, right. you know what? Like, again, no, not not if it, unless he's playing against not if he's playing against. I mean, not if he's playing against a inferior defense. Gotcha. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about mm-hmm. it. But if he's playing in a, you know, a superior mm-hmm. defense. Then yeah, I'm very worried about it. Cool. Jay, your your thoughts on this situation? I mean, so before hold on, Jay. So K. Walk, they had the Seahawks. Um, they're going to have the Bills. They have the Dolphins, the Lions. Yeah. They still got to play the Commanders twice, the Eagles again. Um, and then the next two games, I feel like, are pretty much gimmies. I think it's the Panthers and the Giants or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, Jay, your, your thought, like I said, Dak played a great game. But he's, do you are you still concerned with his decision-making in crunch time when it matters the most? Um, I, not necessarily, Britt. Um, I, I think there's just so many factors that, that go into decision-making, you know, like what is the defense doing to you? What play is called? Like, are you getting pressured? Are you not getting pressured? The The only thing that, that maybe if, if I was going to be critical about Dak, you know, on Sunday and maybe even going forward, I think it was the second to last drive. Like when, when, mm-hmm. when you know, the very last throw that he made, like to, to one of the younger wide receivers, it was a little bit high mm-hmm. where they weren't able to convert. Maybe in that instance, you say, look, CD lamb has been having a great day. If I'm going to take a shot against one-on-one coverage, maybe I'm going to throw it to my yeah, best receiver and see if he can make a play for me. So, you know, me and one of my brothers were talking about that. Hey man, give your best player a shot on that right. fourth down play and see if you can convert. So maybe in that instance, but overall, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I'm concerned about Dak's decision making going forward. I, I think even maybe this game, even though they didn't get the win, he he may have come out of this game feeling even better and feeling confident mm-hmm. going forward. So I, I'm not. I'm not concerned. So that's my other question. Yes, I was watching. I think it was undisputed, <laughs> and you got to uh, Skip Bayless and you got Michael Irvin, and Michael Irvin says something very interesting. He said. They lost this game, but they were collecting data. <laughs> Do you lose games to collect data? I thought NFL every game is basically important, so I'm a little confused on this on this uh, 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 this thinking here. This this idea idea a lot. I can't even say it. That that just means it's retarded, uh, yeah. in my opinion. And I shouldn't use that word. I apologize. I but um, yeah, I shouldn't use that word. But is it okay to lose games as long as you collect data? Anybody can answer this because <laughs> I'm just confused. For me, it's it, I, it's never okay to lose. I mean, I think you play to win the game, right? <laughs> Herm Edwards, you know, you play to win the game. But I do think sometimes when you lose, you can mm-hmm. you can find some positives there, particularly when you know you're going to play a, a team again down the road. Right. So to me, that's probably Michael Irvin trying to put a positive spin on his that's team always. getting beat always. like he always does. Always. But yeah. there might be a grain of truth in there somewhere where maybe they figured mm-hmm. out some things that they say, hey, next time we face these guys, we know there's a few things that we think we can we can do against them. But no, I think you'd rather come out of there with a win <laughs> rather than some For spreadsheets sure. with some data yeah. that you, you think right? you could use yeah. later. Seriously. <laughs> right. But I, I will say this, guys. Look, I could be hard on my Eagles. Y'all know that. I'm a diehard Eagles fan, just like K-Walk's a diehard 49ers fan. And sometimes we could be hard on our own our own team. I might be a little bit harder on the Eagles than he is with the 49ers. I don't know yet. That's still, to you know, to, uh, 
needs to be determined. Um, but I, I will say this. The fact that I do not think the Eagles had a great game at all, to me, especially defensively. And they still took the best that the Dallas had to offer. Like Dallas played a fantastic game on their end and they still lost with the Eagles playing not a great game. So it's it's very interesting to me how this is going to go moving forward. Jay, I see you nodding your head over there. Yeah, because the only thing I think about that is like, you know, like, you know, even, you know, I can think about my team, Penn State, and I can say, well, you know, when we played Ohio State, we, we just played a bad game offensively. But, like, were we bad or were they or were they the reason why we weren't good, you know? So, like, if you say the Eagles, you say, oh, they didn't play a good game defensively. Is that because they just didn't play good? Or is that because what Dallas was doing presented them with some problems? So I, I think you can look at that two ways. Nice save, not gonna happen. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I, I do, right? Like, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, we just didn't play good, but I think the other team always has something to do with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think most teams don't come out. And so, just I am I'm lay interested an egg to see for no reason. when the Eagles have a bye week. Bradley <laughs> Roby is now going to come in. I'm not saying he's this all world slot corner anymore, he was a talented slot corner at one point in time, he's a little bit older, but I think he's a little bit more. Uh, uh, proven than an Eli Ricks and a Sidney Brown. He's not going to get tricked with the tutu like the the young guys will. I think Kevin Byer, you give him a little bit more time to learn this defense and get adjusted and acclimated in this defense. I think some things are going to improve on that side of the football. But if you look at it, the front seven or the defensive line who normally gets there were not getting to Dak Prescott. Granted, I give credit to Dak Prescott. He was moving more. He was being more mobile. Yeah. Uh, but they threw a lot at us, a whole lot of us, and we were still able to overcome it. And I just think the Eagles did not have their best game. I think there was a lot of misplay calls on the offensive side that could should have ended the game a lot earlier. Where if you look at previous weeks, um, the Eagles going to run it down your throats and they're going to end the ball. We're known for doing that. And it just has not happened. We're getting healthy. Cam Jurgens will be back. So that second game, I'm not saying the Eagles will win it, but I think that second game is going to be a lot more tougher for the Cowboys than this game was. I'm just throwing it out there. But that, again, that's just my opinion. But and I don't think the Eagles played their best game all season up to this point. I don't think they played their best game all season. So they just I agree, but I, I, I guess K walk. I, say what you always say like at this point in the season aren't you are who you are right like maybe this is their best like maybe they're i mean we keep yeah. thinking oh this team's gonna somehow just turn so it on like we Cowboys saw last year. I don't, maybe this is just who they are maybe they're like a, a nice team but i don't think they're gonna you know blow anybody's doors off yeah but Jay, like this is the thing about year. this is the thing i i don't like about the eagles which scares me about the eagles is if 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 their secondary one game is not being at their best then someone else will step up maybe the offense will step yeah. up maybe jalen hurts will step up if the, the if the uh, secondary is playing really well that means that you know they're getting pressure pressure by the uh the, you know the front seven it's always someone or some you know some form you know some team or some part of the team that's always stepping up for this team and then and that makes you a complete team because you don't have to do it all at once to, to, you know, to win a game. I just think that you would just have to do it, you know, you know, Hey, pick us up. We're not doing our, we're often saying to the defense, Hey, 
we're off today right now. They're picking up everything that we're, you know, we're, we're throwing at them. We need you to step up for us. Just, you know, hold them down here. We'll, we'll, we'll come through when we need to come through and vice versa. I, I that's the type of team that yeah. I, that, that I, and I'm, I'm, it hurts me to say it because I don't like the Eagles. Yeah, I don't, I, and I, but that's who they are. And they're good. Yeah, I agree. I agree that's with you, nice but I also think like <laughs> secondary play and, and defensive line play almost go hand in hand. Like if you're getting a lot of pressure, I'm going to look good back there right, because right, quarterback's right. got to get rid of the ball, right? And if you're not getting pressure, then I got to cover for three, four seconds. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not having a good day. So I, I just think those things kind of kind of work together. But I agree. They do do a good job playing complementary football. Mm-hmm. But I also think that Eagles fans are sitting around waiting for last year's team to show up. And my only point is maybe they're not last year's team. Maybe this is sort of who they are after eight, nine weeks of football. Maybe what we've seen is who they are. What did you see last year that makes them? Because if you look at last year and this year, it's not that much of a difference. I thought thought offensively they were much more in sync offensively last year. I I thought up to this point, so we got the same record as of right now, as last year to this year. This year is a much tougher schedule, right? Let me uh gauntlet's I think coming. We're averaging, huh? The gauntlet's coming, meaning that you guys right. are about to yeah, hit the I don't think the and so far, and so far we've yet. been I think so it's, far, it's going it's been to get tougher tough. than last year. It was tougher than last year, right? That's what I'm trying to say. It was tougher than last year because we got criticized all last year about our schedule, all the schedules week, all this stand the third. So far between last year and this year, we have been through, to me, a couple more tougher opponents, right? Um, points per game is virtually the same. Defense per games, I think, surprisingly, I think we were averaging 19 or 20 this year. Last year, we was averaging a little bit more. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. See, I think this year, Fred, the point is, we got to get Who cares help. about we, that? Who cares about that? What is your I record? What is your I'm record? Just trying to, eight and one. But there I'm you saying, go. That's the only number you need to worry about. That's the only number you need I to appreciate worry about. it, Caleb. But I'm trying to say it's for everybody who, who I'm hearing this year, they're not as good as they were last year. Granted, there are different players, so maybe we're not. I'm not exactly sure. But I just don't see that much of a difference. And I watch this team every week. We struggled in the beginning last year just in a different way. We struggled in the beginning of this year in a different way. If we look at it this year, Jalen had to be a much more of a passer. Russian's game not haven't hasn't quite been there. He's been hurt. So there's just been different factors in it. So when people say they were much more explosive, they're much more dominant, they were much more this, were they really? Because it wasn't until I think after their bye week last year where they kind of took off. So but we'll see what happened this year. It's a different year, different season. We'll see what happened. Same record. Let's see what happens. All right, let's move on, guys, because I ain't got that much time. <laughs> but we got to talk about Sunday night football. The Bengals beat the Bills 24-18. This daggone pesty Bengals team will not go away. They did the same crap last year. What's up with all these repeats? Um, the Bills are now 5-4 and four and currently on the bubble of making the playoffs. So they are right outside of the wild card. Will they make it? Jay, I'm going to come to you first. That's a competitive division. Um but I, I, I still think they're gonna. I, I do think they're a good team. Like they're five and four. I think the you know the margin between victory and defeat is razor thin. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not ready to throw in the towel on the Bills just yet. I I, I think when they play their best football, they're 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 going to be a, a tough out for people. So I I I think maybe when the, when it all settles, I think they got a, a chance to to get in. I mean, they did they beat the Dolphins head to head. So you know, if it comes mm-hmm. down to that, Dolphins are six and three. They're five and four. They do have that game in the bank right now. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm not ready to give up on the Bills. I think they still have a shot to get in. Okay, well, do you think they'll make it? This is going to be tough for them, man. Uh, really, it is because we mentioned an AFC North, and all five of those supporters, yeah. teams, excuse me, are five and three, with the exception of Baltimore, seven and two. Yeah, I think they have to win the AFC East, and that's no gimme. I think they have to win the AFC East to get into the uh, get into the playoffs because I'm I'm I'm, I'm saying. It's very possible those four teams in the North can win. Obviously, the winner of the West is going to get in, and and the winner of the uh, of the South is going to to, to get in as yeah. well. So that leaves only a, you know what one spot, one two spots left there. So I say, will they win the AFC East? I, I, is my question to myself to answer your question, Britt. So with that being said, <laughs> um, with that being said, I'm going to wow. That's AFC East because the Jets right now, even though they lost last night, um. I'm going to give it to the Bills because right now I don't believe in the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins um, are pretenders right now. So I'll say they'll get in the playoffs only because they win the AFC East. I think it's going to come down to that Bills. And I think they got one more game. They have to play against each other, right? The Bills yeah. and Dolphins. For some reason, I really think it's going to come down uh, between those two. I think, they'll, of course, they'll beat the inferior teams. Like we said, they both will beat them. I think it's going to come to the, those more contender teams where the Dolphins tend to have struggles with. The Bills struggled lately, but I feel like they overcome it because they've been there, done that before. Not necessarily in this position, but they have shown they could compete with the contenders as well. Um, and I just think when it comes out to that one game, I feel like the Bills are going to beat them. They're going to do what they did in that first game. Of course, made some adjustments. Can't exactly go in the same the game with the same exact strategy. But that physicality just tends to get to that Dolphins team. So I think the Bills are going to win a division. And I agree, okay, well, if they don't win that division, I don't think they're going to get in the playoffs. So they're not going to have the police. Last question, guys, because we got to talk about this real quick. Um, last week, it tends to be, I guess, every Friday. But last week, we've seen the start of the NBA season, which means the start of the NBA end season <clears throat> tournament. <laughs> And I guess the players are playing for a trophy and 500K each for the winning team. I think it's 250K each for the losing team and 100K, I believe, or 50K for the third place team. What are your thoughts real quick on the end season tournament? And do you like the courts? Okay, welcome to answer the second question first. Um, no, I don't like the course. They're they're a little weird, but it made me feel like I was on something. Like like, tripping or what? Um, yes, I don't like I definitely don't like the court. Some are some are yeah, they're different. Um, you know what, Britt? I still don't get the point of this. I still don't get the point of it. I don't know if it's about you know, getting these guys out motivated to play, you know, um, we talked about load management. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going to be playing a lot more in these tournaments, get these guys motivated, see some more competitive, um, you know, basketball. You're going to see the guys, you know, on the bench, you know, diving on, you know, diving mm-hmm. in the stands, doing all the things that they have to do because what 500 K is on the line. And some of these guys aren't making 500 K a year, you know what I mean? Let alone in the bonus. So um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I guess I like it. I guess from that standpoint, I like it. Don't see the point of it. 
don't really I never really heard what the point of it mm-hmm. is. But I get it. The more I watch it, the more I like it with outside of the way the courts look. I do like it because you start to see some of these guys that generally take off this time of the year start mm-hmm. to play a little bit more and start to play, you know, and, and give their all instead of, you know, managing themselves for that stretch run down, you know, you know down the road. So I guess I like it the more and more I think about it. Again, I, we, I could do away with the courts, though, for sure. Okay, well, you, you- now, is that them playing because of the in-season tournament or because of that new policy rule that has that makes them play and you can't rest? That's true. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Because I want right. to see these guys play. And we want, like we mentioned, you know, you go out there and you buy a ticket for one game, two games, or mm-hmm. what have you, and you expect to see your favorite player. And they're not right. there because they're load managing and arresting or what, ha- what have you. So, yeah, I like it in, in that point, in that standpoint. I think that's going to, you know, raise attendance i think you're going to start to see more more uh people in the stands you know they'll probably raise the prices of you know the vendors and things of that nature so and that's why they're able to you know give each player five hundred thousand coaches five hundred thousand dollars so yeah i like it in that standpoint because i think they're starting to realize that some of these young players i mean some of these young fans out there you know, do get upset when they mm-hmm. say, okay, or mommy and daddy, you say, listen, we're going to go to this game on this particular day. They mark it on a circle, then they're going to school dancing. We're going to see LeBron James. I'm going to see Kobe Bryant. I mean, I mean, right. not Kobe, excuse me, we're going to see, you know, um, Kevin Durant, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And then they get there and they come back Monday morning and say, well, hey, how, how did Kevin Durant play? How did, how did LeBron play? He didn't play because, you know, he was resting or whatever. They don't want to hear that anymore. So um, I like it from that standpoint, though. I hope they, I hope they can get everyone to play. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still a little indifferent with it. I, I'm, still not, I'm still not quite sure just yet. Um, I'm, I'm kind of trying to see the, the point of it. I get it's 500K, and maybe if you're like the 12th man on the bench, you could appreciate that 500K, but it takes you to be the 12th man because, you know, bench players make – what's the vet minimum? Two point something million, I think, now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know you have a couple guys that may be – on 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 two-way contracts so maybe they're not quite in the millions but it's not a lot of them your stars they're looking at the 500k like i make 60 million in a year Uh, i make 40 million in a year i don't know how worried i am about that um but i will say yeah maybe i guess it does create that playoff type of environment i watched a couple games that has created that playoff type of environment and that tends to go into the players so for that i will say yeah i like it i'm still not sure the point of it neither (laughs) Yeah, uh, you're going to get an in-season trophy. I hope the Sixers don't win it because I can hear what people are going to be saying with that one. You couldn't win yeah. a real one, but you got this one. So <laughs> that's that's like the, it's yeah, like I don't know if I want my team to win oh, that one. That. Plus, you got to play an extra game. But to answer the question, do I like the 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 courts? No, it. I agree with Kwal. It makes me feel like I was on a mushroom. Was that that new thing oh, now? Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, know what it is. Like but or something. Too tripping <laughs> but like i was was i forgot his name i can't think of the george clinton's group uh no, <laughs> like I, was, <laughs> I feel like i was listening to his music and yeah. although i love his music no no disrespect yeah. uh i love his music but listen to his music and taking something but if like i had to choose i would say the bucks had the best the the best uh uh court it was it was calm it was simple it kept it simple i think that uh, did see that yeah but jay um what are your thoughts you know, the courts have grown on me. I didn't like it. Like when I first saw them, I was like, what is this? I, I hated it. But after looking at a few, I'm like, okay, so the courts have kind of grown on me. I could do without them, but I'm okay with it. 
And the mm. tournament, I, I think you guys are right. I don't think anybody really knows what's going on or, or why <laughs> they're doing it or even how it works or what's the format. I, the players don't even know, right? right. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of think of it like back in high school, you know, where you'd play like the Christmas tournament, you yeah. know, and you, you know, you could win the Christmas tournament, yeah. but that didn't really mean a whole right. lot. So I, right. I feel like this in-season tournament is kind of the same right. thing. If you win it, great. You, you get half a mil in your pocket, but does it really matter if you don't win in June? I don't think so. So it's, it's I think it's okay though. I'm fine with that. I, I do. You can notice it has brought some excitement to yeah, those yeah. games, which otherwise probably would just be ho hum type of games. So I, I'm okay with it. I, I think it'll grow on us over the the, the years as well. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> but I have to shout out Harlem Born seven four six. It's just another reason to exactly. That's what it's about. I can agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch a, another game of the in season tournament. Yeah, but I think they got Jay. I think they got Jay though. I think they mesmerized Jay. Jay's yeah, Jay. Jay, Jay got it, man. I'm in on it. I'm in, it. I'm in he on like, it. Bro. He liked the colors of the courts. That's the WNBA did, right? did it too. You know, they had they mm-hmm. have an in-season tournament too, man. So I'm I'm in. I'm in on it. All right. Well, I give it another shot. Besides, the Sixers in-season tournament starts this Friday. We'll see what happens. I don't even know how to tour. I don't even understand how the tournament works. I know they got no one does. Britt. I, I don't. It's alone. like every Friday. <laughs> yeah. How do you compete? How do you know what team wins? And do you change the schedule? It, I don't know. It, yeah, there are different pools, and uh, yeah, there are yeah. different pools, and yeah, I, I I read it, but I still didn't. You know, yeah, you know, that's a that's yeah, above I, our still, pay grade. We'll yeah, sure. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going ahead into break now. Um, when we come back, Jay is going to take over with more sports. <laughs> questions or topics and fun and we just keep this thing going so make sure you stick with this no don't make sure you stick with us you better stick with us if not i'm coming for you i'm I'm just (laughs) Um, we'll be right back you guys are watching the sideline speaks with myself Brittany jones alongside jason collins and kevin walker right here on never had it so good sports media network camplyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work let's put it all together but we built from the ground up you know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right, welcome back to the sideline speaks. Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. All right, guys, let's let's keep this thing rolling. Been a good show so far tonight. Um, I want to get into the uh, most impressive and most disappointing wins of Week Nine in the NFL. This is always a fun little segment, just to kind of see what you guys thought were some impressive and disappointing wins over the weekend. So, okay, Walk, let's start most impressive of week nine. Some crazy games, some wild finishes, but which, which one was most impressive to you? 
Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the Vikings over the Falcons. I, I think that what the Vikings have done, and and the Falcons are right there in the mix of um of, of fighting for that NFC South. Yeah. Um, you know, you could put them in there with along with the Saints as far as winning that uh, division. And uh, I know they made a change at quarterback. They were with Taylor Heineke over uh, over Ritter, but the Vikings they lost. Uh, they lost Kurt Cousins, and then they lose their backup, mm-hmm. uh, Allen. They lose their rookie quarterback, Allen, and they traded for Josh Dobbs uh, from the from the Cardinals. This guy goes in there right off the street. He <laughs> he's he, I don't think he shake he shook everyone's hand in in that locker room, and he's come out there okay. and he led this team to a, a victory, a 31-28 victory, and all of those injuries that are starting to pile up for the. Uh, you know, for the, uh, the the Vikings, you know, first it was Justin Jefferson, you know, then Kirk Cousins, then the backup Allen. Now Cam Akers is out with an Achilles injury. Um, so this so it's very impressive how they yeah were able to win that game. And the Falcons are no push of pushover mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. So um, very impressive by uh, the the Vikings and uh, Zimmerman. I'm oh, not Zimmerman. Um, forget his name. Smith, I think it is. But um, nonetheless, still have these guys rolling, and they still have a chance to win. I know the, the Lions are looking a, a lot better, but I still have a chance to win that 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 North outside chance. But Vikings over the Falcons, very impressive to me. Yeah, yeah. man. What Josh Dobbs was able to pull yeah. off, I mean, I don't oh, think people understand how difficult yeah, right. that is. Right. He didn't take any reps in practice yeah. at all. Like, okay, he was only he there for a couple days, didn't take any mm-hmm. reps, probably wasn't planning on playing at mm-hmm. all. You know, he's right? a backup. Exactly. And then to get thrown in there and to be able to come up right. big the way that he did, yeah. I, I thought that was huge, man. That was definitely one of the ones on my list. Britt, what you got for most impressive? But real quick, uh, with the Vikings, we thought they were dead in the water. That's it. And they still got a chance to make the playoffs. They might even make the playoffs still. Yeah, Justin right. Jefferson, I think he's get ready to come back if he's mm-hmm. not back already. Um, he's get ready to come off of IR. <laughs> this this, this team the won't go yeah. away. They won't yeah, go right. away like the Bengals. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, my most impressive one, I actually had two. Um, and I didn't know which one to go with, so I won't be – Y'all gonna think I'm a bias or anything, so I'm gonna go with my second one. Uh, the Texans, boy, <laughs> the Texans, this young team, and I said this before if the Steelers weren't getting didn't get their act together, I told you I had the Texans winning this division, and <laughs> I think they're in second right now. I think they're four and four. The Steelers, I think, five and four right now. CJ Stroud, is, yeah. oh, they're five and three. Okay, so they're yeah. what mm-hmm. a game, a game down. So mm-hmm. CJ Stroud is freaking phenomenal like freaking phenomenal um i think we all know maybe cj stroud should have went number one overall but i mean that's looking at hindsight you can't really do that it's a little too too tough they just don't give up they played hard they play physical on both sides of the football and what he did under a minute left to bring that team back and score a touchdown i think the touchdown to uh tink bell tink dell um who is a young great receiver as well that is absolutely my most impressive win against this decent defense. I mean, they got yeah. Vita and Devin White and all those guys on that defensive side. Um, and then the head coach, I can't think of his name right now, which is blowing my mind. Uh, the Bucks head coach. Oh, um, is it Todd? Is Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, yes. Todd like, Bowles. I'm like yes. thinking, was it Todd Bowles? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't coming to my head right now, but he's a defensive, like, mind, like a big-time defensive yeah. mind in the NFL mm-hmm. and – 
you would have never thought knew of that with a rookie CJ Stroud. He played phenomenal. So that's my most impressive one. Yeah, for sure. I wrote down three. I had the Vikings. I had the Texans. I, I did a third one just in case you guys took those. So I'm going to go with the Ravens, um, even though it wasn't a close game, just the way that they've just been dominating people over the last several weeks. I feel like they they might be playing the best football in the NFL right now. So I felt like the way the Ravens just went out and beat a, a good Seattle team too. Seattle's not a pushover and the way they just dominated them. I thought that was super impressive um, by the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. He, he's playing some outstanding football as well. So yeah, Demetrius. Um, my most impressive win. All right, K. Well, let's go to the other side of this thing. Disappointing. What was the most disappointing loss for you this week? We we talked about this team and 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 uh, nauseum, and that's the Dolphins uh, against the Chiefs, man. I mean, just I mean, they made this this the, uh, the score look respectable, but you know, twenty one fourteen. I mean, it was a tale of two halves, obviously, but yeah. to give up twenty one mm-hmm. points in the first half and only you know only score fourteen points. You know, against this Chiefs defense, and again, I don't care what Patrick Mahomes said. Patrick Mahomes, you may not even be the best defense in your in your in your division, let alone in the league. But nonetheless, I get why he's saying anyway. I get that. But yeah, you got this. Is one of those games that the Dolphins had to win because they they've lost to you know they lost to the Bills, they lost to the Eagles, um, and they have to scrape out one of those wins. I don't care how you win, you got to pull out one of those wins. Uh, you know, you can't go zero and three against the top three teams or in in in, in that in, on your schedule. Um, because you're not going to be considered, you're not going to be thought of as, uh, as you're not going to be taken serious as a contender, and that's why we call you pretenders, and in some cases, insurance fraud. So, I thought the Dolphins, um, in that uh, in that game, um, really laid an egg, uh, if you will. So the Dolphins losing to the Chiefs, 21-14. I mean, you could take a lot of that. You could take, you know, data. <laughs> take some data from that game if you're the Dolphins. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, yeah, them losing that game in the fashion that they did, man, um, just really disappointing to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And to get shut out in the first half, yeah, I mean, yeah. with that offense, right. that that's inexcusable. Yeah, uh, Britt, what you got? Most disappointing. I always got more than one. I just never know which way to go. But, Jay, you mentioned the other team. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to Seahawks. Um, You just got a big-time player in in Leonard Williams. I know it takes time for him to get acclimated to the defense. um, But they showed a lot of potential. They want to be considered a contender. And this was an opportunity to prove that you could at least compete with a contender. They got blown the heck out. Yep. Blown out. Like, you, you scored three points. Um, granted, the the Baltimore Ravens they 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 a good team. They're a very yeah. good team. Um, but you got to show you got to you got to prove a little bit more because in your own conference you got the 49ers, you got the Eagles, you got the Cowboys, um, you got the Lions. I do still think the Lions are good, regardless. Yeah. Again, regardless of what their schedule is. Same thing with the Eagles last year. You got some tough teams in your own conference. Um, and I feel like this you didn't have to win the game. Just show that you could compete with them Seriously. and. To me, it it they just didn't sh- show that. Yeah, I have the Seahawks on my list for most disappointing too, Britt. So I'm I'm gonna go a different way. I even though I guess in the big sense, this it's not surprising that they lost, but I, I'm gonna say the Giants. Um disappointing. Obviously, the Raiders are <laughs> disarray, just fired their coach. You're thinking, okay, maybe this is a week we could steal one. They end up getting beat 30 to 6. And their quarterback tears his ACL and he's done for the year. So I, I don't know that it gets any more disappointing than that. So I'm going to throw the Giants in there as my uh, most disappointing team because, man, 
for a team that maybe thought, I, I don't think that they thought they could win the division, but I'm sure they had hopes of at least trying to compete yeah. and to be sitting where they're sitting right now. I mean, their season is basically over. So hey, by their fans, they thought they was going to at least be second in the division. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they thought you they got problems the Eagles or the Cowboys. I'm like, really? right. Yeah. And you know you got problems with Saquon Barkley as your most healthiest offensive player. I know, so. right? So yeah, so give it a week. Give it a week I or two. I hate to jinx it. Do y'all think he's gone after this season? I think he's gone after this if season. If I was him, I'd be gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know, yeah. he, who knows how many decent years he has left. I, I wouldn't want right. to I wouldn't want to spend it there. I wouldn't want to spend agree. it there. Um Britt, you brought up CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about him a little bit. I'll uh, take could, you said be an eagle. I'm sorry, Jay. No, no, no. Go ahead. Would you say K Walk? I say he'll be an eagle next year. I hey. mean, come on home. <laughs> yeah. I'll take him. Just if stay home. Come on home. <laughs> I forgot he come was home. Home. If Michael he could Preston run behind that offensive too. line, too, we might we might <laughs> see a different Saquon, you know. Right. Um, I was hoping the Cowboys might make a run at him, but I, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think he'll come home first. <laughs> Britt, you mentioned CJ Stroud. I, I want to talk about this guy a little bit. I, I looked at some of his numbers. I mean, this guy is seventh right now in the league in total passing yards. He's seventh in TDs. He's number one in interceptions. He's only thrown one interception all year, and he's got a 103 passer rating, which has him at fourth best in the NFL. I mean, this guy has exceeded every single expectation there is. How impressed are you, Britt, with the way that C.J. Stroud has performed? When are we going to stop doubting these young players? When are we going to stop doubting these young players? Like, my goodness, C.J. Stroud, he's a star already. In my opinion, he's a star already. Um, His decision-making has been fantastic. Clearly, only one interception. Come on. His accuracy has been incredible. I've seen him dot teams up, like pinpoint perfect passes as a rookie he's only nine games into this nfl season um he really is incredible and the thing is he's only going to get better you know this this is like his score at this moment he's only going to get better um which is absolutely like you said just cable it's scary it really is scary um he's showing i should have been a number one pick bryce who now, I'm, I'm not saying Bryce Young is still young. He'll get better <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking Bryce Young, but I'm just saying his mindset is Bryce. Who I should have been number one. The Panthers made a mistake. I'm pretty sure the Panthers looking back like, hmm, we know Bryce is going to be a star too, but did we make a mistake? You start second guessing. But um, I look. We are. We already know what the stereotype is about Ohio State quarterbacks coming in. They don't make the best NFL uh, quarterbacks all the time. He's changing that stereotype, completely changing that, um, changing that narrative around. I'm excited for him. I'm proud of him. Keep going. I told you I got the Texans winning the division. I still got well another eight weeks, eight games to go. So hopefully I am right. But I have to give kudos to to D'Amico Ryan's and that coaching staff because they have been coaching this team very, very well and been doing their thing. And I knew he would. I knew D'Amico Ryan's would go on there and do what he was supposed to. He did that with the 49ers. Granted, he was just a defensive coordinator, um, but I, his his mindset is just different. I remember when he was with the Eagles. He's a smart, smart head coach or a smart player, and now he's a smart head coach. We miss yeah. you, man. We miss you, man. Yeah, D'Amico, <laughs> has, I mean, he's, he's done a great job. I don't think there's any question about that. 
And I think CJ, I mean, one of the things to me that's really impressive, he's not doing it with like a lot of great weapons. You know what I mean? Like if you start <laughs> naming his no. weapons, I mean, he's, he's doing it without marquee mm-hmm. names, which is super right. impressive. Okay, well, he broke the uh, rookie passing record this weekend, 475 yeah. yard pass pe- yards passing, I think. Chris Sims said he's the best rookie quarterback in the history of the NFL. Are you willing to go that far, K. Walker? No, what, are, no, what are your no, thoughts on CJ? How do stop, Chris? Stop, stop. I mean, this is not the first. You need to stop being an analyst. Yeah, I don't know what it you is. I'm stop giving crazy uh, thoughts about this, but no, Jay, definitely not the best we've seen. Uh, signs uh, potentially why he was he, you've seen what he can do, but you know, you mentioned all of the uh, the stats there, man. I mean, I just think you know, I think he's happy with his situation. Britt, you mentioned something, you know, he said, Oh, oh I should have been number one. I think he's happy he wasn't number one, so I don't yeah. think he wants to be in that situation, right. yeah. I think mm-hmm. he's happy right where he is. You know, you mentioned D'Amico Ryans and how well that uh, that, that team is coached. You got them winning the uh, you got them winning that division there. Um, and he has some guys around, you know, Nico Collins, man. You know, Nico Collins has has been a guy that, you know, that he's just making into a star right now, mm-hmm. making him a household name, I should say. Um, so if you don't already know him, ladies and gentlemen, t- take a look at this young receiver. Um, he um CJ CJ Stroud is making his guy, he's, he's making his guy look as good as he actually is. Nico Ryan's is that guy. So yeah, you and everything you mentioned, Britt, as far as him spinning the ball, you know, how how accurate he is. I remember texting you guys on Sunday. It's just how he's just dropping the ball right in the bucket, just hitting people right in stride, right on the money. Just look like he's been put, he's been in the league for at least four or five years uh, right now. So the sky's the limit. I know they're going to get some superstars around him. You're going to see some of these free agents like wide receivers and other guys like this. Okay, there's a young receiver, there's a young quarterback here. He's the future. He's only a rookie. So now there's people going to start to gravitate to that. And they got D'Amico Ryan's, who's shown that he's a great the defensive coordinator. Now he's shown that he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. So watch out for this young this uh houston texas scene because a lot of people are going to start gravitating to these guys and when anytime you have a, a great coach and a, and a great uh quarterback and you get a defense and they started with will anderson as well you know D'Amico, you know D'Amico ryan's is going to have that defense um fired up so watch out for the houston texas for sure and uh the cj stroud um right now barring any uh injuries knock on knocking on wood um obviously i think unanimous rookie of the uh, uh um nfl rookie uh, offensive player of the year yeah, yeah, no question. I think, too, in addition to everything you guys said, I think his poise has been tremendous. I mean, you cannot rattle this guy. Like, I mean, to make that game-winning drive with less than a minute on the clock, I mean, didn't look nervous, didn't look rattled. I mean, just total control of the offense. So, I mean, every everything about this kid has just been phenomenal. Hey, Jay, just to add one more thing to it, if you look at these young these young quarterbacks that are right now in the league and look where they're playing at, you know, as far as where they come from. Like, like yeah. a CJ Stroud, who's come from the Big Ten, even a Brock Purdy, you know, even though he's not looked as you know he's well as he did in the beginning, but he's you see still at the potential. Playing a lot of football and playing a lot of big time football pays dividends in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. Just don't look at the size, don't look at the numbers, the arm strength. Look at the the uh, the, the number of games and the quality of games that these guys, the quantity and quality of games that these play these guys have played, because it, it does translate to the NFL, and you'll you'll pay big dividends by by bringing these guys on board for sure. Yeah, yeah that's a no that's a major point. Can I clear something up? Because I know. The Jaguars are in the lead of this division. When I say I had the Texans winning the division, that was, for those who are just watching us now, 
that was an outrageous out of bounds thing yes. I said weeks ago. And I said, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just stick with it. Odds are they're not going to win a division. The Jaguars are a fantastic team. I made the mistake I said the Steelers earlier. I meant to say the Jaguars, um, who aren't even in their division. <laughs> but um, the, the Jaguars are a fantastic team, and I love uh, Dougie P. I just really love this Houston Texans team with the Miko Ryans leading it. And my hope is that they somehow miraculously won a division. The reality is they're not going to win a division. It's an upcoming so, division. They got some young quarterbacks there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing to me how good some of these young court, I mean, it used to be like years ago, like where you would need a year or two yeah. to kind of just figure it out, take a beating. Then eventually you start getting good. These guys are coming right. into the league ready to go so yeah. uh, and i think some of that has to do with maybe some of the rule changes and you can't beat them up and you can't hold the receivers and stuff like that but also yeah. i think a lot of these college offenses have advanced more and these guys right. are getting better training at the college level yeah. so they come in a little bit more nfl ready and former and former nfl coaches help as yeah. well to prepare them for that next level yeah well. yeah no <laughs> question um, let, let's talk about the Ravens a little bit, guys, because they, they've just been super impressive over the last few weeks. Uh, okay, Walt, the question's pretty simple here. It, right now, are the Ravens the best team in football? I Yeah, it's hard to go against those Eagles, but I'm going to say yeah because they've been playing the most consistent. I know that records are, are the records, but I, I just think that they've played the most consistent football from both sides of the ball um, collectively. Again, I mentioned earlier that the Eagles, they find a way to win, whether one one unit picks up the other unit or vice versa. But I think that with the, the, the Ravens, they've been playing consistent football as a as a whole. You know, you don't have to, you know, ask the offense to pick up right. the defense and vice versa. They've been doing it all together more consistently. I know they have two losses, but nonetheless, I think they're starting to hit, or, hit their stride right now. And ladies and gentlemen, look at DeMar, Lamar Demetrius Jackson, man. <laughs> we, we, look what you look what he looks like. When you put weapons around him, when you put weapons around him and you get him an offensive coordinator who doesn't want to run the ball a thousand and one times a game, you know, um, so Todd, uh, Todd monkey is, is doing an excellent job. He believed in, uh, uh, Demetrius, uh, Demetrius, I'm calling him Demetrius. He's no longer more Demetrius <laughs> to me. Cause I, I love this guy, man. And I, and I, um, and I just think, yeah, they, they are the best team right now. Eagles are a close six. I mean, a close second, but I'm going to say that the collectively, as a as a whole, right now they've been playing the most consistent balls as, as a whole team. Britt, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, defensively, they've been playing great. Offensively, they've been playing great. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna give them the best team just yet. Um, they're definitely up there though. They're definitely up there. I'm not going to knock them. They are definitely up there. They're fantastic. Um, I know a lot of people were saying Odell is old. Regardless if he's Odell, Odell, um, they've been playing very fantastic. Um, Lamar has been doing his thing. I think he has almost 2000 yards already, uh, uh, passing. Um, he leads the league in rushing yards. Um, I think by at least a hundred rushing yards over any other quarterback. Um, I just can't give him the best just yet. I have to see more and I have to see it when it, when it matters the most. And that's yeah. going to be in the playoffs uh, because of that, believe it or not, guys, y'all going to look at me like I'm crazy, but I got the chiefs as the best team. Okay. Still somebody could beat them. They're still the best. Yeah. Um, or even over my Eagles. 
um, we haven't beaten. We haven't proven that we could beat them yet. So uh, we lost them, I think, three straight years in a row. So until somebody could beat them, um, I have to go with the Chiefs right now. But they're definitely in my top five, top four. And right now, that's all I'm going to say. So they're in my top five. Yeah, Britt, I, I think that's a good point. Um, I, I, I do think, like, if, if we look at I think the Ravens have definitely been the most consistent over the last mm-hmm. few weeks. But, and, and Britt, I was thinking, you know, even though I tried to take a few shots at the Eagles in some of the earlier yeah, segments, I was I was ready to say, you know what, at the end of the day, they win games. And, and that's mm-hmm. why you play, to win. So I was going to be ready to give it to the Eagles, but then you convinced me, Britt, so... I think in 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 the spirit of Ric Flair, you're right. Like to be the man, you got to beat the man. And if they just haven't done it yet, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chiefs as well here, Britt. So you convinced me to go with the Chiefs. Okay, Walk. Let me ask you guys. I will say this. Go ahead. Hold on. I do think the Eagles can beat the Chiefs this year. It's gonna be tough if we don't get that secondary together because that's against Patrick Mahomes. But I think we could get him. Probably should have got him last year. That's another story. K walks in. He don't believe in should. Is it wasn't that your? There's nah, no such thing as should. Should've, 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 should've. I don't believe in should. You are what you are. We can beat them this year. Uh, time will tell. Time will tell. Oh, we play them in two weeks. Let me ask you this, K walks. Oh yeah, two weeks. There was a time. There was a time when I said that I didn't think Lamar could win a Super Bowl. Now some of that was based on the way they were playing, and I was just like in the playoffs. People yeah. have shut that down. Like it, it just hasn't worked in the playoffs. Now he's got the new offense. They're doing things a little bit differently. Do you feel confident that that Lamar can be that guy to lead the team to the Super Bowl now? Yeah, I've always thought he he had that ability. He could do that. I just thought that he was just in the wrong system with Greg Greg Roman as the uh, as his offensive coordinator. Again, once they upgraded to that, I call it an upgrade. Once they upgraded to Tom Munkin, man, it just it just shows they bring in Odell, a veteran receiver. They bring in Zay Flowers, that young joystick as they like to call him, man, just a young guy who can make tremendous plays. Obviously, they got Mark Andrews, uh, Mark Edwards, I mean Andrews, excuse me, and then they have that running game, a complimentary running game as well. No big name running backs but guys who can get it done nonetheless so with this offense man and the way Todd Monkey believes in, in him throwing the ball I'm going to say yeah I, I definitely think he can get it done this year and I'm not changing my I know you guys go you know to beat a man you got to beat the man I you know I don't believe in the Chiefs this year I believe in Lamar and I believe in the Ravens coming out of the uh as of right now barring any major injuries and I would I see them coming out of the uh as of okay. right now I see them coming out of the AFC Okay. Go ahead, ahead, Britt. Go ahead. I'll say say this. November 16th. I know they got him the first time. Joe Burrows was hurt, but the Bengals are looking awfully different right now when they're healthy. So November 16th is going to tell me a lot. Regardless, I'm not saying the the Ravens will win. I'm just looking for competition um, and being competitive. So that game will tell me a lot. And that I may change my mind with the Ravens. I'll put yeah, them at the top. AFC, man, there's so there's so many AFC, different yeah. scenarios oh, that could play out. And <laughs> so many good teams. It, it's going to be interesting to see how that thing goes down the stretch for sure. All right, y'all. Let's um, let me get in a couple of college football topics real quick before we jump over to some of K Walk segments. Biggest story in college football right now: Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, under investigation, sign stealing, videotaping, sending coaches to other teams' sidelines. Every week, something even more crazy comes out. 
Um, okay, well, do you think they should suspend Harbaugh? What, what do you think, man? Yeah, it looks like it's going to head that way, and I think it's it's just, it's warranted, Jay. I think from everything that you you hear you hear and what they've done and and the guy that they hired to bring in there, you know, I was all aboard as far as you know. Listen, sign stealing is a part of the game. You go to the you go to the games, you watch film, you uh, you, you know, you have someone that's you know looking at the different coaches and looking at the different players, the quarterbacks when he's audible, if he makes a hand gesture, they're doing this, certain so so forth and so on. But from what I'm hearing. And, and, and watching this investigation, and they took it to a whole nother level, man. This guy, <laughs> what he brought two tickets to the same game, one yeah. for each side of the field, yeah. and you know, video recording. And I mean, that's just taking it to another level. And I just think I love the level of uh, just dis- disrespecting the game, um, and in a whole. I think there's ways that you can get around it, you can, you know, um, you can gather that information, gather that data. I don't know how that keeps coming <laughs> up, but you can gather that data, but um, and um, and, and put yourself in a situation to win. I mean, back in the day, Jay, we didn't have all this technology. We just sat there in, in our team room and and we watched film, rewind, close to clicker, rewind, rewind. Mm-hmm. What is he doing in this situation? And you know that's like you know somewhat that's like sign stealing in, in a sense. And then we, when you get in the game, you on from your from your perspective, when you hear a quarterback call something, then you see something. When you and from my perspective, when you hear a linebacker you know change a play up or a defensive scheme, then you know when they say certain things or put a certain gesture. You know what they're going to do for the most part right. if, you, if you're paying attention. But they just took it to a whole nother level. And for what I'm hearing, they're only going to uh, punish uh, Jim Harbaugh. And I think it's warranted. Um, I don't think you should punish other guys for not being involved um, in it. I don't think it should be a, a sense of guilty by association. Uh, I don't know what the suspension is. I don't know if it's going to be the rest of the season. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they did because I know they did suspend him earlier in the season. So I don't know how much more he can get suspended for. But I definitely think they, they took it a little too far. Yeah, I, I I have no problem mm. with people like trying to steal signs within the rules. Right, like if, right. If I can figure something out right. during the game or something exactly. like that, I'm cool with it. But if you're going to go to other stadiums, which is against the rules, and you're going to videotape and then come back and match up the signal to the play, exactly. like, to me, now now that's a, a competitive advantage that you're you gaining. FBI with so, Seriously. So, yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm with you, K-Walk. And, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, and we were kind of like eh, you know let's let's wait and see like mm-hmm. i didn't want to make too big of a deal out of it but now like as more stuff rolls out it's like well you know maybe they were getting a decent competitive mm-hmm. advantage and my thing is like if they weren't getting anything out of it why do it like why are you sending somebody all exactly. around exactly. if you're not getting some kind of benefit from it so it's going to be interesting to see what they do i mean michigan highly ranked team in the country are you going to just get rid of their like suspend the coach for the rest of the year i mean that's going to get real tricky so it's going to be interesting to see what happens but Britt, what say you about all this mess well you shouldn't know how i feel i'm eagles fans to me it's Spygate part two like you shouldn't do it don't do it at all (laughs) don't do it at all you know we still got feelings about that patriots (laughs) Not gonna say it, Tom Brady. Not gonna say it, Bill yeah. Belichick. I'm just gonna <laughs> say it, say it, right? Like, come right. on now. So, no, I, I do think, um, he should have some sort of punishment. Like, just keep it within the rules, keep it within the rules, keep it fair. But here's my question How confident are you in your team for you to have to go through all this? You know, you got a decent yeah. program, it's Michigan, you're a top tier team. Do you not believe in your players but so much? So that's another question that we really have to sit and think about. 
it seems like you don't have the most confidence in your team if you feel the need to go through straight FBI all the way. Seriously, man. Go through it. So I, I think it's just they just overdid it. And yes, I think there needs to be some sort of punishment. Now that could that potentially hurt him in getting back in the NFL. I don't know. It's a possibility. I'm not sure, but it just doesn't look good. Yeah. And I, I you know, it, and it's weird. You're right, Britt. Like Michigan probably could beat most of the teams on their schedule right. without yeah, so. doing any of Seriously. that stuff. So exactly. it just makes you wonder. But I did see something this morning that was showing like their record uh, before Connor Stallions was hired and <laughs> after. And it was wow. a significant <laughs> difference. Really? So I don't know like how much it helped, but I definitely think it helped some. So I think that's kind of where where we can yeah, learn that thing. For sure. Oh, there goes um, that, that confidence thing right there. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly. my question. Yeah. Um, now they play my Nittany Lions this weekend in Happy Valley. Huge game, top ten matchup. What do you think, Britt? Britt, let me start with you here. Let me start with you on this one. We got to win this game, Britt, mm-hmm. to to have a shot at getting back in the mix. Obviously, we lost to Ohio State earlier this year. Can we take out Michigan at home? 110,000 fans. They're a four-point favorite right now, I think. But can can my Nittany Lions get it done, Britt? So this is the one and only time, for the most part, that I root for the team that is a rival of mine, although they close to home. But I got to root for the Penn State because I hate the Michigan Warriors. I hate them to a core. I'm a true Ohio State fan. And our, to me, our number one rival will and will always be them daggone Michigan blue people over there. Kind of close to them, them daggone Cowboys. They in the same boat for me. Just drop them in the same bucket and get rid of the bucket. Um, I hope so. I, I really hope so. I think it's going to depend on that quarterback, on your quarterback. Can he make the necessary throws when it matters? Can he make the good plays. Um, you have a talented team over there. Now, again, we just talked about it. Michigan, odds are they were still in all your signals. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> they know <laughs> to go in. I know it's, it's, a, it's a, a span of a week, but hopefully they know to go in. And it's hard on these young kids but to change the signals, to make, a little, make the game a little bit tougher. But I'm rooting for Penn State this week because I can't stand that team over there. Yeah, yeah. It's and can't styles make fights and and you know i i actually think penn state is a better matchup for ohio state just yeah. the way that mm-hmm. both of those teams are built michigan's like gigantic big physical offensive yeah. line doesn't necessarily bode well with our like defense that's not super big but really fast and playmaker yeah. so i don't know matchup wise if this is great for penn state mm-hmm. but I do like the home field advantage. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's you know we it's tough to go on the road and win in college football sometimes. Yeah. But what do you think, man? Can can we get this thing done this weekend? Hey, Jay, you, we go back to uh, our high school championship. What was it? Velocity versus Bass. Um, you know, we were the fast team. The yeah. uh, Hamilton was was the big team. So you know the outcome of that, Jay. We yeah. all know the outcome of that. So yeah, yeah I, I think we can. You can run past these guys. I think you can. Um, you, I just want to see what James Franklin dies up, dials up, Manny Diaz dials up on defense. 
as well. It's going to be um, if they want to get physical with uh, with the, uh, the the Wolverines, it's not going to bode well for them. So I think they're going to have to stick and move, uh, if you will, yeah. using boxing terms here. They're going to have to stick and move and 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 get some punches in there, some jabs in there, and um, hopefully it it, uh, it adds up to enough points for you to win. Uh, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to come down to it. I, it's, I wish it was a whiteout, Jay, but it's a it was a Big Twelve noon a, a noon Big Twelve big noon big, noon, uh, yeah. big big noon kickoff. Yeah, I don't like those, man. It, it never bodes well um, for for the Penn State. It doesn't seem like it anyway. Yeah. The night game like is the better, man. The yeah, energy like the is just better. Yeah. It's, it's just better at night. Yeah, because some of those fans are just waking up, if you know what I mean, yep. Um, yep. from the night before. But yeah, um. It's going to be a tough one, Jay. I, I I'd hate to go against your Nittany Lions, but I'm going to take I'm going to take Michigan right now in, in a close one. It's going to be it's going to be three yards in a cloud of dust. It's going to be very physical, and uh, but you're going to see a very you're going to see Penn State uh, open up a lot of eyes, and uh, for sure, I think you're going to see one of those games where Penn State's their people are going to look at Penn State like, okay, if they would have done this, then they would have won. If they would have done that, that type deal. But yeah. I think Michigan comes out of it ahead uh, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, the it's going to be tough, man. I, I feel pretty confident that we can play good defense. I mean, we got yeah. some really good defensive players, mm -hmm. NFL guys at all three levels. But, uh, I mean, offensively. Number 11. The, got a new number 11. Yeah, he can play, too. <laughs> yeah. the, play. the one time we played, like, a, a good defense in Ohio State, I mean, we got completely shut down. And, and yeah. Michigan's going to bring that same caliber defense. Yeah. So if we can't find a way to make some plays down the field, it could be a long afternoon. Um, I, I, you know, I – I just have a feeling like I think we're going to win. I, I don't okay. have a reason okay. why I can't really tell you because of this or that. It's mm -hmm. just a feeling that I just think for some reason we're going to figure out a way to get this win. Got to take McCarthy so, out early, man. You got to get some McCarthy yeah, early. Got to get some pressure on him. We need a couple turnovers to go our way. Like we need some things to yeah. go our way, but I just feel like somehow, some way we're going to get this thing done. All right. Um, I'm calling it Carter. Number 11. He's gonna get three sacks. I'm calling it. Yeah, he's that good. might be a lot, but I'm calling uh, this it. This is this is gonna sound crazy, but he's better at Penn State than Micah Parsons was at Penn State. I'm not saying he's yeah, yeah. gonna be gotcha. Micah Parsons gotcha. or anything gotcha. like that, but at Penn State, he has had more of an impact and has made more plays right. than Micah Parsons did when he was at Penn State. Um, wow. all right, one let me slip this in real quick and then we're gonna go to K because women's basketball is back. Co women's college basketball. I'm super excited. We saw LSU get beat down last night by Colorado. Um, I just want to know who your team is. You guys know we go back and forth with our teams. WNBA, obviously my team got out of there with the championship. We got our pro teams. We got our college teams. I just need to know who you're rolling with this year in women's college basketball. Okay, well, who's your squad this year? Jay, this year I'm going to stick with the, the team that I had last year because I think she's the well, she's the best player in the country. So like you follow Durant, I'm following Caitlin Clark. I think Caitlin Clark um, is the best player in the uh, in the uh, in, in the country. So I'm going with her. You can see you see obviously LSU can be beat. I'm not saying they they can't come back or they won't come back. But um, it's going to be interesting to see these teams. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Iowa because they have the best player in the country. So I'm going with no, Iowa and they guys. I think they played last night. She dropped like yeah. 28 on somebody's yep. head, and mm -hmm. they blew, beat somebody by about yeah. 50. Yeah. So they're off to a good start. <laughs> mm -hmm. Britt, who's your squad this year? So yeah. I can talk some junk to you. <laughs> 
Dang, why you come for me like that, Jay? I mean, outside of the Ohio State, Penn State, Eagles. Yeah, that's you just answered your own question. You're not a real Cowboys fan. Like, yeah, you've been a fan last year. This that's year, why this it doesn't year. hurt me when they lose. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, good. I'm okay. So, I mean, we don't. We only got the Penn State, Ohio State thing, and that's only you know whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It's just this one, this one person that just I gotta go for it. You know, all my entire life I was a Connecticut fan uh, for women's basketballs, and it started I think with Maya Moore and Geno Atkins. It really was Maya Moore that turned me into that Connecticut fan. But this person. I'm South Carolina all the way. I don't oh. care if they win, lose, or draw. I got to support my girl, Deuce Daly. Like, she is, to me, still one of the best, if not the best, college coaches in basketball, period. Um, and she's going to get her players to play play hard, whether they win, lose, or draw. They're going to play hard in any game that they <laughs> – against any team that they come across. And I think they won their first game. They killed Notre Dame, so – I gotta go with South Carolina this year. Yeah, and they they got a freshman that was a highlight reel right. yesterday. So they they got some players, and they lost a bunch of people to the WNBA, mm-hmm. and they still had a really yeah. talented team. Right, so, right. all right, that's good. So we got Iowa, we got South Carolina. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with UConn. I think I'm gonna roll with the Huskies this year. Paige yeah. Beckers is back and healthy. AZ Fudd back and healthy. Aaliyah Edwards, Aubrey Griffin. They're they they're finally healthy. Now let's see if they yeah. can stay healthy. But right. I think UConn, who hasn't won in a while, been on a little bit of a drought for them. I think this year is the year they're going to try to make a run and get get that title back. So I'm going to root for for the Huskies this year. So all three of our teams that. are going to be really good. It's going to make for a lot of fun I, for sure. Am I allowed to still support my original team? Or I gotta stick with South. Like UConn has always been my team, but this year I'm supporting South Carolina. You you can support them unless okay. they're playing South Carolina. Then you then gotta, I gotta, then you gotta go. Carolina. Then you gotta yeah, go South Carolina. But it's kind of like with you and Cowboys. Like if South if UConn wins, I'm not gonna be mad. Right. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's take like a 30 second break. When we come back, K Walk's going to give us his one ticket segment and the in or out of bounds. You guys are listening to the sideline speaks with Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. We'll be right back. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Jason Collins, and myself, Kevin Walker. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. <laughs> it's that time for uh, the one-ticket segment in Inbounds, Out of Bounds. If you are new to the show, ladies and gentlemen, what I do is I start with the one ticket, and I give these guys uh, four events, one ticket, and they tell me what they're going to use that one ticket for. Brett, I'll always start with you, ladies first, of course. This one I did a little bit different, man. I, I just thought about some stuff, man. So, I want to ask you guys, okay, this Brit, 
four four events here. This is going to be a little. I don't know which one. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you're going to say about this one. But one, you can go back and talk to your 18 year old self. Oh, oh, okay. Two, you can go back to talk to your 21 year old self. Three, you can go back and talk to your 15 year old self. Or four, you can move ahead and talk to your 65 year old self. God willing, you make it that far. We all make it that far. <laughs> God willing. That'd be scary. Right. You go C5 and nothing's there. Right. But the reason why I chose these age, and obviously, AT, you're, you're just coming out of college. I mean, coming out of high school. 21, you're just about to come out of college. Uh, 15, you're just about to start high school. And then 65, mm -hmm. you're just about to start retirement, if you will, if you're lucky. So uh, those four mm -hmm. events, one ticket. What are you using that one ticket for? And if you want to throw in there, what would you tell that that uh, that age person that you uh, decide to uh, to go with? Okay. Well, the old saying is right. Um, if I knew now, well, what I know, if I knew then what I know now, mm -hmm. things would probably be a lot different, right? Yeah. So that okay. tells you right mm -hmm. off the bat, I'm going backwards, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> not going to sixty-five. <laughs> Got uh, <laughs> Not going to sixty-five. Um, let's see. I think I will go back to 15. I think okay. I would want to go back to 15. Um, you're still beginning of high school for the most part. I think it was like your second year. Um, for me, Lord, I hope this don't get too deep. But for <laughs> me, um, I was talented in basketball. I don't know if I had the confidence. Okay. Right? Like I had the like my confidence now, whoo, probably off the charts. I still think you put a ball in my hand, I'm gonna kill somebody. Now I'm 33, so my body Ooh. may not move the same. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> so I have my confidence now that I had then. Things would be a lot different, but that. um, so that's basically what I would tell myself. You know, keep your confidence, believe in yourself when it comes to whatever. Um, don't listen to what anybody else has to say. Um, mm. and that's normal when you're growing up and you're trying to understand your own self, right? So, oh. And invest in Amazon. So that's another thing. There you go. There you go. Stop there, Brett. I like that. I like <laughs> that. Jay, what say you, brother? Yeah, man. Like Brett, I'm definitely going back. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to fast forward and, and see what that's looking like. You're just talking you know, to him. You know. Yeah. 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 I I think like Brett, there's probably more value in going back. So I, I think I'm gonna go talk to my 18 year old self, K. Walker. Okay. Get ready to head into college. Yeah. Um, it a couple things. One, I think I would tell myself, stay on offense. Don't play defense. <laughs> stay on okay. offense. That might be one thing. I thought you were the say other else. thing I might tell myself is, hey man, don't don't be such a jerk. <laughs> like just, just, cool, jerk, just cool out a little bit. You know, oh, like, you I that don't know. I, I could be a little bit of a jerk sometimes. Brit. You K -Wall was a, could you probably was that typical Yeah, yeah. K could probably attest to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, if I, that, that's probably what I'd say. Stay on offense and just chill out, man. You don't have to be a jerk sometimes. Not all the time, Brit. I don't yeah, want no, 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 to no, no. paint a bad picture of myself, no. Brit. I'm not saying I was just like a, you Keith. know. 
But every yeah. once in a while, you know, you get a little. <laughs> bit. Hey, I don't remember you being a jerk like that. I just remember one situation. I'm not, I'm not gonna put it on there or anything like that. But I just remember one situation. I was like, "You said that, Jay? You said that?" Jay? Yeah, but I anyway, can. We'll I can. I can be a little. Post it to her. I can say. No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was just Jay. It was, no, it was just Jay oh. just putting his foot down. But like, listen, you know, you may, don't forget who the man in this relationship. <laughs> This oh, is the way he okay. yes. said. I don't remember that. Joke. Okay, I don't, well, I I don't remember, remember it specifically, but it sounds yeah. about right. You know, yeah, it I sounds about right. So. You tell him because me and so, Jay yeah. used to talk about our relationships all yeah. the time. And yeah, so, that, that, that anyway. would be that would be my advice. Well, to I, I carry, well that was a young Jay. Yeah, this Jay. Yeah. I guarantee you, your wife ain't having that one. So. <laughs> On the football field, on the basketball court, Jay was a yeah, yeah, Jay was a, I'm just yeah, playing. I'm yeah. Playing. <laughs> all right. All right. Good stuff. All right. Next one here is our inbounds are or out of bounds here, ladies and gentlemen. And what I do is um, it's uh, given five scenarios here, and then if they agree with this scenario, they'll say it's inbounds. If they disagree with it, they say it's out of bounds. The first one we kind of talked about this uh, earlier, but we I don't think we gave a definitive answer, Britt. But um, the Jets will win the AFC East. Is that inbounds or out of bounds? Oh, because what's their record? Five and four, I think. They're uh, four. I think they're four and four, four now. Four, they four, lost four, last four. night. Yeah, four and four. Yeah, now. they were four and three last night. Four and four. They were <laughs> win the AFC East, four and four. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, nah, I'm gonna say that's out of bounds. I'm gonna say that's out of bounds. Um, okay. Although I'm still not sure about the Dolphins, right? I still think they're going to beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, and that's the thing. They may have tough times when it comes to the Bills, the Chiefs, all the superior teams, I guess you could say, although we weren't trying to say that. But now we look at it, they're probably more superior. When it comes to the inferior teams, which I think they have a lot of those on their schedule left, I think they're going to win win out. Um, And I just think the Jets, although the Eagles secondary made Zach Wilson look like he was Tom Brady. I'm coming at my own team again. I still love you, Eagles, always and forever. Um, I still think Zach Wilson is not there, and they still have a quarterback issue. The defense is good, but they still got a quarterback issue, so no. Okay. Jay, what's yeah, I, I agree with Britt here. I'm going to say out of bounds. I just think I'm looking at their schedule. They obviously got to play the Bills, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. twi- the Dolphins twice. They got yeah. Cleveland, which won't be easy. Yeah. Um, the Raiders have looked like with Antonio Pierce, they've kind of found a new spark. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to lose at least four or five more games at best. Mm-hmm. So wow. I, I don't see it happening, K-Walt. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you guys. I don't see it happen either. All right. Uh, next one here, Britt. The, uh, the AFC North will get all four teams in the playoffs. Again, currently Baltimore seven and two, and uh, Cincinnati, uh, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland are all five and three. All four teams in the playoffs. Ooh, in bounds or out of bounds? Ooh, I think that's really predicated on the Bills. To be honest with you, it depends on what the Bills do. Um, Somebody's gonna win that division, <laughs> right? I, yeah, right. Um, I think because. Either Dolphins or the Bills, one of them are definitely going to win a division. I'm going to say out of bounds because I do th- still think the Dolphins or the Bills will make one of those wild card positions, and that's going to throw out. I don't. I think the Bengals are going to be in. I know they're last right now in the division. I still think they're going to be in because they're just hitting on all cylinders right now. Um, it's either going to be the Steelers or the Browns to me that's going to fall out. So I'm going to say out of bounds. Okay, Jay. 
Yeah, I, man, I think if the playoffs started today, they'd all be in, I mm-hmm. think, right. if I'm looking at it correctly. Yeah. But I agree with Britt. I think it's out of bounds. I just don't see all four getting in. Like, even though the Steelers have won some games, I'm not yeah. really a believer. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they fall off in the next yeah. several weeks. So I'm going to say out of bounds. Yeah, I'm agree with you there, man. I just just brought that up because they all have winning records right now, and but I think they're going to beat each other up, and some so mm-hmm. someone's going to have to lose, and yeah. and then other games outside of the division will. will uh, and I still got game, hope so. for my Texans. They're not my Texans, but you know. I got you. I got you. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm rooting for my man D'Amico, man, uh, for sure. All right, next one here, Britt, is Josh McDaniels will get another head coaching job in the NFL. Is that inbounds or out of bounds? Out of all the way bounds, I'm telling <laughs> okay. you this thing. You might get a, another coaching job yeah, as an offensive coordinator. Right, head coaching job. Right. Um, no, I no, I don't think he's going to get another head coaching okay. job. He's going to have to prove himself in some other form or fashion. No, out of bounds. But he mm, he didn't do nothing with the Raiders. He did absolutely nothing, and he had Derek Carr. He had some t- a talented team when Derek Carr was there. It was a decent team, and just squander it all away. So. I'm going to say all the way out of bounds. All right, good stuff. Jay, what say you? I mean, he's still fairly young, you know, for NFL head coaches. Um, and you know how they do. They love to recycle guys. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with him, like, I think people have figured it out. Like, I think people know, like, maybe this guy just doesn't have it as a head coach. I'm I'm with Britt again here. I, I got to go out of bounds. I don't see it happening, K-Walt. Yeah, I agree, man, because especially what he did. In, and don't forget what he did in Denver or what yeah, he didn't do in right, Denver. How yeah, he looked right. in Denver. Disaster. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I don't think – I think definitely he'll get another um, offensive coordinator position somewhere, yeah. but just not a head coaching position. If it does, it'll be blasphemy for real. All right, next one here. It's kind of close to home for me, Britt. Uh, the 49ers will lose four straight this week to the mm. Jaguars. Is that inbounds or out of bounds? Oh, man. Who do they have again, oh. K-Walk? The Jags, Jaguars. The Jaguars. Jaguars, yeah, six and two Jags. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, I hope it's. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Where's the game at? That's what. Yeah, I was. It's in Jacksonville. Ooh, it's a one o'clock ooh. game in Jacksonville. One o'clock kick too. Damn. Yep. Oh, we man. got two weeks off, so hopefully. All right. Well, yeah, we we'll get some well, rest. So did they though. So did they though. Oh, they coming off their bye also. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um. You know what? Won't hurt you said feelings. the 49ers will beat the Jaguars, or you said no, we'll, we'll lose. We'll lose four straight. Oh, we'll lose four straight. Mm-hmm. Coming off a bye, but wait a minute, Debo's coming back. I think everybody's back. Everybody's everybody back. Everybody's Debo's back. back. Trip Williams is back. Everybody's back. Okay, so because Debo's back, because Trent is back, um, the Jaguars are good. I'm not exactly sure how they are up front. They're decent on defense. Um, Weapons there, <clears throat> they do have a lot of weapons. Kyle Ridley and Autumn on offense, Trevor Lawrence. I think they have the better quarterback, of course. He's, I mean, it's Trevor, he is Trevor Lawrence. Um, well, he's not Tom Brady, but well, you know what I'm saying. I, I got you, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> make him sound like Tom Brady. He ain't there yet. Um, I'm going to say out of bounds. I'm going to say out of bounds. I think the 49ers won this game. I think they go in this game with some urgency. I think they rekindle what they had a little bit. Not going to say that we're going to just knock you out type punch, but with Debo being back, he is to me that important piece of that offense. And I'm not sure if the Jaguars defense is going to be quite ready 
for an offense with Debo. Debo does a lot of different things. Those yeah. motions that he does, it's tricky, and they got to stay focused. I don't know if they'll be able to do that. And Kyle Shanahan, he's a pretty smart coach, so he'll come up with something. So I, I think it's going to be a close game. I really do. Yeah. But I think the 49ers pulled this one off, so I'm going to say out of bounds. All right, Jake, we'll see you. Yeah, man, I, I agree with Britt again. I got to go out of bounds. I just think if, if the 49ers are going to be what, what they want to be this year, they can't lose a, another right. game. Like, they can't lose four in a row. Yeah. A good team, they will find a way to win. Whatever they got to do, I think they're going to find a way to win. So I'm going to say out of bounds. All right. Now, if they do lose four in a row, I'm going to have to call. I'm going to do this way over here. See that number right there, nine one one. Have to call nine one one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We, we might have to call nine one one for you. Yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, suicide watch. Yeah, make sure you And I'm I'm trying to see. I don't know what the Jags' offensive line is. I'm pretty sure they're decent, but that mm-hmm. Chase Young addition, trust me, that was a good piece. Yeah, they added. Yeah, now. I agree. I agree. Yeah, now you got to stop Nick Bosa and Chase Young. That's yeah, but if Steve doesn't move them around enough, then it's kind of a new point. It's just going, oh, yeah. going up. So you got to put some wrinkles in that, uh, that defense for sure. Uh, yeah. Mix that up a little bit. Good stuff there. I hope it, you know, you, you guys already know how it's going to be for me for that game. All right. Next one here, Jay, this one was for you, but I'll still stay with you on this one, Britt. The Suns big three will play mm. 50 games <laughs> together this season. We'll play 50 games. 50 games this season. Is that in bounds or out of bounds? These guys have, I don't even think they, play one they played one. I don't think they played any yet. Yeah, they together, haven't played right? any yet. Um, ooh, I know Devin Booker, he's been in and out, right? I and think he's he... out tomorrow. They already said he's out tomorrow with the, uh, what is it, knee or calf? An- ankle, I think. Ankle, is it? Okay. 50 games. Yeah. Totally and there's 80, games. 82 games in the season. And we already, already got... missed what 10? Was how many was the game? Not quite 10, maybe like is it not seven? seven. It might be it? six okay. or seven. Okay. Um so you know they're gonna miss some down the road somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they are. I don't know. I just feel like KD is gonna twist his ankle and practice no, somehow. Don't that, <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want it to happen. I don't <laughs> want it to happen, but his injuries just come out of nowhere. Um Okay, what was the question again? Make sure I get the, right. the Suns big three will play 50 games together this season. Is that inbounds or out of bounds? Oh, no, I'm gonna say out of bounds. I just feel like okay. <laughs> it's like I want to say inbounds, I'm just not sure. They're already starting off on a wrong foot, and it's only the beginning of the season, it hasn't even got to the thick of the, the competition yet, right? Um, so when they got to play, when they get in 30, 40 games of the season, you took some toll on your body. I'm saying out of bounds. I just don't think these guys are going to be able to stay healthy throughout the entire season together. Um, and wow. Bradley Bill hasn't even played one game yet. No. So I think they'll play all together in the playoffs, but regular season, out of bounds. Okay. Jay, your squad. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Britt again. Okay, well, this has to be out of bounds. I mean, they have – how do you play in the preseason but then not be ready to go for the, the regular season? So it's probably going to be at least – 15 games before they even get their first game together. Mm-hmm. And right. to Britt's point, I think, you know, throughout the year, guys are going to get bruised and, and banged and mm-hmm. bumped up. So I'm definitely going to say out of bounds. But let me just say this because the, the Suns are my team. The Suns don't realize, or maybe they do, like they are really like 
playoff seeding matters and they're losing games right now yes. that they should win. And all those, when it get, comes down to the end of the season and you're two, three games back of somebody that you shouldn't be, then you got to go on the road and play in the playoffs yeah. instead of being at home. I just think they're missing opportunities right now, losing to teams that they should be able to beat because guys aren't right. healthy and it's going to yeah. come back to bite them. I for mean, sure, that, for sure. you make a valid point. I, I know it's early in the season, but it does matter because they're going to make it to the playoffs, but you don't want that yeah. seventh, eighth seed, and you got to yeah. go up against the Nuggets or the Warriors or the Kings, something like that. All right, good stuff. All right, well, I know we're in overtime, but that concludes my segment, so I'll turn it back over to you, Jay. Take it away. All man. right, good stuff, K-Walk. And since we're in overtime, let, let's just go straight to who's balling, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Every week we want to shout out a team. I need a rant, though, Jay. Can I oh, you got a rant? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. K-Walk, yeah, for sure. Rant, let's do that. Let's get your rant in. If Britt's got yeah. something, she can she can rant, too. I don't have a rant ready to go at night, so I'm going to forego mine. Uh, but K-Walk. Let's let's do your rant. One minute on yeah, the clock. Man. Whatever you want to get off your chest, go for it. Yeah, man. I'm look. I'm talking about the LeBron, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers sending clips, sending a letter to the NBA league last from last night's game lost to the Miami Heat, complaining about the the, uh, the fouls that were not called on him. Are you kidding me, LeBron James? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Lakers? What is this about? LeBron was. I was watching this game the entire from from first tip off to the last the last buzzer. This guy, every time he went to the basket, he was complaining about fouls after fouls. If you see his face, please, you could turn it into so many different memes, man. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> you could put a pacifier in his mouth. You could put a, a warm bottle in his mouth. I just, it's a cry, baby. LeBron, come on, man. Come on, man. You, you, you're the greatest scorer of all time. You're the all-time leading scorer. Then you end up the game with 30 plus points um, to, and you had still had a chance to win the game, but you passed that off mm -hmm. to a player. You still had a chance to win the game at the end of the game. Now you're calling him for calling for uh, fouls that didn't that took place in the game. Come on, who does that? How many times have you ever done that? Come on, who's ever done that in the league? LeBron James, the Lakers, man. Go sit down with that nonsense, <laughs> man. I'm calling you the uh, Los Angeles Fakers from now on. Los Angeles <laughs> Fakers. Another reason why he can't be the GOAT. No, Calling go. into Come the on. league office, on, complaining what, what about fouls. That's another strike against him in the GOAT And sending clips. Jay, sending clips. And they, and, they, and they broke it down and said he got fouled 6% of the time that he went to the basket. Really? Yeah. Really? That's what we're doing with our analytics right now? Yeah. We're using it on that nonsense? Okay. And I and I know everybody's going to say, or the LeBron defenders are going to say, oh, at that last shot, like, oh, he made the right play. He threw it to a wide open guy. Just, I just one time. Can you like just try to, you know, win the game? So I, I'm with you there, K. Walt. Yeah. <laughs> Britt, did you have a rant? Do you have anything you want to get off your chest? You know what? I, I left it alone all night because I wasn't too happy, proud. Although we won, I wasn't too proud of how my team played. I, I really wasn't. But Jay. Ah, we still beat the Cowboys, and that's all that matters. And I'm still pulling up with Brit, the Brit, 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 And I held you all the way to the end of the show. Brit, yeah, we got one more game. Brit, we got Brit, one more game. It's okay. Brit, I'm, it's okay. Brit, I got to talk, talk. Brit, huh? I'm telling you right now, I, I'm speaking from experience. Don't do that to the Cowboys after you beat them, because you might go through 0-3. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. I'll be quiet from hey, now on. The K-Walk. This is what we do. This is what we do. All, All week, right. I had to hear from the Cowboys fans. We're going to tear your team up. We're going to do Brit. this to you. We're going back to the Super Bowl. We're doing this. We're doing that. I had to hear I, all week. 
I even heard that the receivers, and although they did eat, I ain't gonna lie, they did eat against the secondary. They they was laughing at our secondary, rightly so. I gotta give them credit for that, rightly so. But at the end of the day, we still won that game. And yes, there's one more game, and I do have a splitting, but we got the first one, and I'm okay with it. All right, I'm good. You know what, Britt? I can't even be mad at that. You you didn't say nothing the whole show. I thought I was going to get out of here unscathed, you know. But then I started off the show last time. We then in true Brit fashion, she has she had, had to, to hit me, back. had to hit me with it oh, before we get Jay, out of here. Jay, this this tells you this lets me lets the world know how much of a true Cowboys fan you are. How bad did it hurt? It, it honestly it didn't hurt. Exactly my point. Now if I came <laughs> at you with Penn State and I didn't come at hard at Penn State because I support that would, Penn State. That's the only team that I truly hurt. care about. See, <laughs> so yeah. All right, y'all. Who's right. balling? K Walk, who you got, man? Yeah, we talked about it earlier. I'm going with the uh, number 20 uh, Colorado Lady Buffaloes uh, beating Ooh, yes. one team, LSU. Uh, Lady Tigers, 90, uh, 90, 90, was it 98? No, um, 94, 97, uh, 78. I forget exactly what the score yeah, was. They, Excuse it me, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It was a blowout. Yes, <laughs> led, led, by, <laughs> led by guard Frida uh, Foreman with 27 points and uh, and center uh, Aaron Nets. Aaron Nets. Uh, Vonay uh with 24 points. Those ladies look uh really good. They should move uh move up quick in the uh, the next poll, the next rankings. So uh, the Colorado uh Lady Buffaloes were absolutely balling. Hey, K Walk, that's a great call. That was a good game, man. That was, was a fun game to watch. Yeah. That was like the classic collection of talent who doesn't know how to play together yet versus yeah. a team that's been playing together for yes. a while and they that's just they took LSU apart last night. Good call there. Um hey, well, I'm gonna go with one who's probably gonna make this segment quite a bit now that basketball season's up and running. I'm gonna go with your girl, Caitlin Clark, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Came out in mid-season form last night, dropped 28, was still shooting them from the logo, from from the painted area around half court. Just typical Caitlin Clark fashion. So Caitlin Clark once again, absolutely balling. Britt, who you got? Is it too early for that? It's too early for that. But you know what? Y'all, y'all represented the basketball. I got to represent. We talked about this person earlier, and I'm still in awe. He broke the rookie record. Yeah. You got to go with Texans quarterback. Yes. Rookie, rookie, yeah. y'all. C.J. Stroud, 30 of 42, 470 yards in Five touchdowns, not one, not two, not three, not but five. Right, Something LeBron. LeBron couldn't do. <laughs> he got two, but he couldn't get the five like he said he was. <laughs> uh, he got five touchdowns. CJ Stroud, you was balling yeah, and zero interceptions. That's zero. a great call. That's that a great call. I got back. Yeah, that's what he, he looked at. He was he's putting up dimes, he was yeah. dropping them in there he, like he's <laughs> impressive. He is impressive. All right, K Walt, before we get out of here, man, let the people know where to find you, what you're looking forward to, all that good stuff. Yeah, just looking forward to uh some NBA. NBA has started, so uh, I know they're off tonight. I hope everyone got out a chance to vote um today. Um, so no NBA because of that, but um, tomorrow just a slew of uh of, of games. Brittany mentioned earlier the tournament starts back up this weekend, uh, for some. Um, also, you got NFL, uh, of course. You can uh, sit, catch me on um, Kevin uh, Walker142 on Instagram and Kevin at, at Kevin Walker142 
on Twitter, X, Twix, whatever you want to call it, and uh, Kevin Walker on uh, on Facebook. And you catch me tomorrow night on I Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with myself and Eric Scott, Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, Never Had It So Good Sports Radio from 7 to 9. Uh, catch us there. Wherever you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that's where you can find us. Again, Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott. So just looking forward to some more sports, ladies and gentlemen. And again, I hope everyone got a chance to get out there and vote. Yeah, man. Uh, me too. Just looking forward to all of it. Basketball, football, pro, college. Just this, yeah. it's a great time of the year. So I'm looking forward to all of it. You guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on all the social media platforms. And uh, yeah, man, can't wait for this weekend. Penn State versus Michigan. I'll, I'll be locked in yeah. for that one. Yeah. Uh, Britt, what say you? Yes, what K-Walk said. Uh, I hope you got out there and vote. Um, I don't care what color, creed, race, I don't care if you blue, green, get out there and vote, especially if you black, you better have went and vote. I don't want to hear that <laughs> nonsense. Um, get out there and vote. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to uh uh of course basketball, college basketball starting NBA. The I guess I'm looking forward to the end season tournament now. I have no choice <laughs> but to see what color the Sixers, the Sixers daggone um court's gonna be. Um, uh, but also Thank goodness. I'm also looking forward to a break. My blood pressure could come down because my team, my Eagles team is on the bye week. I ain't got to worry about them. For the week. No, it feels nice. good but sometimes. Of course, it does. It does. <laughs> they need to recover and so do I. <laughs> um, but no, of course, football, I'm always looking forward to. But you guys could uh, find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Brittany Monique or X, whatever it's called, at Brittany Monique, which is on right there on the bottom of the screen. All right. Good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys listening. Go ahead and hit that like button, hit that share button, subscribe to our channel. Also check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Give us a five-star review. That definitely helps the algorithm. And we'll be back here live next Tuesday at 7 p.m. So for Brittany Jones and Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins, and we'll see you next week. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.